from ABC News. I'm Brian Clark. Hospitals are dealing with a surge in the number of children hospitalized with respiratory illnesses, especially flu and RSV. 43 states are reporting an influx, as ABC medical contributor Dr. Alok Patel. Some localized areas, such as Washington, D.C., New York City, mm-hmm. here in San Francisco, Chicago, where pediatricians, ER physicians, subspecialists are having patients wait in emergency departments for hours trying to find either a hospital bed or a Pete's ICU bed. We've gotten reports of parents who are driving all over the place trying to find open ERs or right. places where they can take their kids. President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says the RSV surge is particularly problematic. The president at Delaware State University on Friday touting his student loan debt forgiveness program. We're hearing from people all over the country. I've over 10,000 students have written me letters so far, literally 10,000 so far. But a federal judge put a temporary hold on that program pending lawsuits from six states. The Biden administration says people should keep applying if they're eligible. Early voting begins today in Nevada. That's one state that could be key towards determining which party controls Congress, says ABC's Rachel Scott. The Senate race was already close in this state, but in the final stretch, it has gotten even tighter. Voters will have to decide between the Democratic incumbent, Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, who is really focused in on abortion rights, and her Republican challenger, Adam Laxalt. He's the state's former attorney general. He's pushed false claims about the 2020 election and has zeroed in on the economy. And the January 6th committee on Friday officially subpoenaing former President Trump for documents and testimony. He has not indicated how he will respond to the subpoena. Authorities in Ukraine say that Russia is attacking the country's power grid, causing outages throughout Ukraine. You're listening to ABC News. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending Uma and their all-in-one phone, video, and collaboration solution. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. Steve Bannon was sentenced to four months in prison for defying a subpoena from the January 6th committee, also ordered to pay a $6,500 fine, but the judge ruled he can remain free pending an appeal. A federal judge could move to invalidate a deal between the Justice Department and Boeing over its two 737 MAX jet crashes. The judge ruled that family members of those killed in the crash should have been told about a deal between the Justice Department and Boeing to spare the company from criminal liability. The relatives argued not being told about the deal violated their rights under the Crime Victims' Rights Act, and they're asking the court to throw out the deal. The Justice Department, meanwhile, argues the relatives are not crime victims. The judge, though, disagreed, saying if not for Boeing's, quote, criminal conspiracy to defraud the FAA about the safety of 737 MAX jets, 346 people would not have lost their lives. Mark Remillard, ABC News. There's a massive protest expected today in Germany in support of the women in Iran who've been protesting against the Iranian regime for more than a month.
ABC's Lama Hassan has details from the foreign desk. Germany is not alone. Ever since the demonstrations began in cities and towns across Iran, ignited by the death of 22-year-old Masa Amini, of course, she was arrested by the morality police for not sticking to the country's strict dress code. Later, she died in police custody. This is ABC News. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a Grilled Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for the testimonials. Brian Clark, ABC News. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life. It may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm a bankruptcy attorney, and I'm here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy. I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper pet kit, and it is amazing. These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting... You're right. Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Swiffer Sweeper Pet Kit, because shed happens. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got his first job? Not for extra spending money, but to... Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
Is it time to think about replacing or upgrading your water heater? Menards has the right Richmond water heater to fit your needs and your budget. Whether it's electric or gas, tank or tankless, you'll find the perfect model to fit any size home. We've got a great selection of energy-efficient Richmond water heaters in stock, and they're all 11% off. Good through October 23rd. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Hey, man, what can I get you? Yeah, can I have two Coors Lights? You got it. Hey, Mike! I need two Coors Lights! With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Thanks, Mike. Doing a great job. All right, two ice-cold Coors Lights. Um, that's the coldest beer I've ever had. Hey, they don't call it the world's most refreshing beer for nothing. Okay, be honest with me. Do you really have the Rocky Mountains in your beer cooler? You don't believe it? Check it out. Man, that's pretty amazing. I know, right? I can't believe it myself sometimes. I mean, this cooler is only three feet wide. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life, it may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm a bankruptcy attorney, and I'm here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. It's an interesting read, and it'll explain bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help. Call Thomas E. McIntyre & Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Hello, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Mostly sunny skies, a pleasant day with a high near 63. The overnight low of 41 under mainly clear skies. Mostly sunny for your Saturday. Temperatures return to the low 70s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors.
Tuttle. Brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. All right. I do now after you blew my ears out. Mike had to take his headphones off too. I just took my hat off. I took well, wasn't wasn't taking the headphones out. I took my hat off because of the tribute to uh, Skinner and the uh, the anniversary of the tragic plane crash. So. I saw them six months before the crash, in around April twentieth. Live, they had just released some stuff off Street, Street Survivors, their final album, of course. And uh, that I had that cut for Ross. I don't know if we actually joined forces and had the same cut, or he's playing his song later. I'm playing, my, I'm playing my song later. I just saw this in the lineup and I said, "That's the best opening song of everything." So anyway, great song. It's one of my favorites. Tribute. Well, I am live in Columbus, Ohio, from Brad Powell's Happy Place tailgate. I know there's Mike Florak. Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. What 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 time's kickoff? Wow. Noon. Oh, oh is it noon? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. We've been we got the Carlos pizza up here and uh, we heat it up on the griddle and uh, a lot of food. I got a cigar um, I got a cigar lit and uh, hold on one minute. <laughs> how was the how, is, Oh, I thought maybe that was the uh, the ice of the bloody mary. I was thinking he was crutching celery down. again. <laughs> the pine room crunch. Right. Unfortunately, Brad Powell's in the car with me, and his wife who's setting it up didn't make me a Bloody Mary, so I'll have it out with her. In a little how bit. how was so, the parking uh, space? Was that's what everyone wants to know? Is Counselor Powell in his well, happy Brad place is, right now? Brad <laughs> has somehow gone from one space with the little corner area you know, with the yellow line, so one and a half to three and a half because we keep feeding the guards down there security people and they keep giving us more spaces yeah, that's kind of kind of builds the intelligence of uh, brad i would think uh that's a pretty good tailgate if you go to morgantown you get one little crummy space in the blue lawn you are jammed in there and if you happen to be one, around one of the port john areas it's not so nice <laughs> you know? hey, 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 Ross? yeah i'm brad powell he's brad powell and I'm not. And that's why I get free stuff. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. We got, we got a lot to talk about, obviously, with high school. And unfortunately, as you guys know, kind of stuff off the field concerning Shadyside Bridgeport last week and, of course, Magnolia's team um, quitting. Uh, and uh, Wheeling Central, of course, lost last night. Shadyside with a sparkling 3-7 and seven record now makes the playoffs. Yep. Um, They're 15th, and, I heard, right? 15? Yeah, right. Yeah, they're not even the 16th. And then you remember Clint a couple of weeks ago complaining about that, and I think with much validity uh, on that. And you know, it's not a bowl game. I don't want to hear about extra practices. What there's going to be three. Uh, so, and I know teams can vote not to go, but I'm sure. And I'm not saying Shayside should go or should not go. They've ended on a two-game winning streak, so why not? But going back to staying on that subject matter, Shadyside Bridgeport. Uh, there's an article published that I didn't like. Uh, where uh, a mother, I guess, going to the school board, complained about the penalties and the dirty play and the cheating at Shadyside did. All right, they had 22 penalties, but they still won the game at Perkins Field. So uh, this was, was one of the. Sh- I'm sorry, Doc. This was one of the Shady Side no, mothers. Sounds like a Bridgeport, a Bridgeport mom. Bridgeport. It sounds like Bridgeport. Right. Bridgeport. Okay. Yeah. So and yet the paper published it. 
and she claimed to be the unofficial representative. Well, right then, and, uh, and, and Mike, you've been in positions of authority, when somebody comes to me at the hospital or whatever and say, I'm the unofficial representative, <laughs> I'm shutting it down right there. It's an unofficial. That means don't nothing. Call, don't call Jesse Jackson. Yeah, that means nothing when you say you're the unofficial yeah, representative. <laughs> I mean, what in the world? I'm the, I'm the Jesse Jackson of the uh, Bridgeport and, and, football and, team. And, <laughs> And I'm about, I say, all right, you can hear your piece, but I want to know who you're unofficially representing. John Smith, Betty Jones, because we're going to call them and say, hey, are you speaking on it? Did you allow this? And, and right. you know, half of them say, I didn't say anything. I didn't. I don't want to go to the school board. So the fact that the paper lent right. validity in the board to the unofficial, let's unofficial, that she may be perfectly legitimate. But as you know, Mike, um, you know, somebody claims to be representing, they better state exactly who they're representing and why correct sure and then you have to go i would immediately call the athletic director and say is this person representing you in an official capacity exactly right exactly so i wouldn't even so deal I with didn't like that. Right. but there definitely were 22 penalties shady side upset bridgeport by 40 to 28 40 26 at perkins so i don't know what cheating was involved exactly uh but um <laughs> hey, it, it is, and um down to the other end of the county, or the other end of the OVAC, Magnolia. Apparently, um, That's they a call shame. them Doc Chapman. Yeah, and what? And, and mm. maybe somebody can clarify mm. this mm. because I assume it hurt Central with only nine games. So I said, "Well, it's a forfeit, so Central will still get something, a point or two, or whatever." They said, "No, because it's filed not as a forfeit, but as a no contest or something like that." So no, Central gets no points because it's not a forfeit. My question is, 13 kids still wanted to play. You can feel yeah. a team with 13 kids. So how is that not a forfeit? I, West Virginia Athletic Association's got to let, High School Athletic Association needs to let somebody know that. If there were 13 kids, as I was told, now maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I heard 13. I heard that number. Yeah, I, that's, how, is that, um, how is that not a forfeit? I don't know. Um, sounds like a made-up rule to me. I wonder, who, <laughs> I mean, for real. I wonder whose decision, whether it was the coach, the AD, if they came to consensus. And it's just a shame that you never think you would hear that from Magnolia of all the. Uh, you, I think of Magnolia. I think of tough guys. Yeah, me never too. Quitting anything. Me too. Just uh, we've. I mean, we've had. This isn't the uh, first time we've had area teams that couldn't field enough kids to to play in a season. Um, maybe this may be one of the first ones where it was in the middle of the season, but uh, um, it's something you have to root for that, that they bounce back somehow. Yeah, you know? parents, yeah, parents some of the mothers were very upset over the treatment of the kids. Yeah, they'll say, well, some coach was too mean to them, or uh, he had little clicks. I don't know. I know the guy hasn't won in two, two years, so you can't stick it out two more games. I mean, you look like quitters. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Play for yourself, play for fun. Right. You know, play right. for fun. Right. So, well, when you, I think there's been a big change in leadership down there in a couple of programs, and um, there's obviously some, some medical things going on in that community that aren't good. And I'm not trying to down, you know, downgrade New Martinsville, but there's some issues right now, and the lack of leadership, and what I'm talking about is losing a guy like Dave Caesar. You lose a guy like that, you you don't have that type of leadership in, in times of adversity and things like that. That uh, um, things have gone awry down there, and I feel bad for the for all the kids and the parents and 
that want that want to do good, yeah, and the alumni that want to do good. I mean, I just feel terrible for them, and uh, I, I'm honestly praying that somehow this this school bounces back. I, I don't know. If, Absolutely. Yeah, they, they, he's obviously he's a legend for a reason. That's a great point, Ross. And um, if this coach stays uh, strong, sticks to his guns, more people will eventually want to play. That's how it works. Yeah. Do the right thing. Stay tough. Stay strong. Keep believing in, in what you're doing, and and he'll get it turned around. Yeah, you got to go to the you got to go to the middle schools and even the little league programs at this point and show your face and talk yeah. to everybody and recruit and I mean getting the kids out in the little in the programs and begin a, a junior you know blue what are they the blue eagle are they a, what the eagles blue eagles are not, yeah they begin a little blue eagles program I figure there's probably one down there they did a terrific job uh, Jake Myers and some of the other. Former players at Madonna got that Junior Dons program up and running um, just this year, and I think they won like four or five games and only lost two in one year, and had seventeen or eighteen kids because that that needed to be done. The the varsity programs start to suffer after a while. Same thing happened at my alma mater, and that was one of the things uh, Coach Meek stepped in and started uh, paying more attention to the younger kids. And and you talk about like from up my way. Reno Sukhoch has always done uh, an incredible job. Uh, Big Red does a terrific job with the younger kids and getting them involved, getting them to be the ball boys, uh, you know, having them at practices and those kind of things. And that's why their program has just been so sustainable for five, five or six decades since uh, you know, they've been good. And that's what you need to do, start into lower levels. Well, we've heard the rumblings from a lot of people. Uh, and by the way, anybody out there that's listening that knows uh, a little bit more than what you read in the paper or what you've heard on Magnolia or even the Bridgeport Chase, I think, let us know. Call or text. Uh, I don't have the numbers. Ross can go into that. But I want to, you, you know, I, I, I guess it goes back to what Clint said and ever alluded to. Kids just aren't as tough physically or mentally, perhaps. Uh, and I, I can't remember if it was Coach Boner or, or Clint that said that, you know, they don't get everything scripted for them in coaching, uh, and they don't, they're just told where to be, where to go, and they don't have a feel a lot of times for the game. But I do want to go on record that I am the unofficial representative of the Paul Harris Sports Huddle. <laughs> no one but myself. So whatever the hell an unofficial representative, I'd like to get an audience. I'd like to walk into Biden and say, I'm the unofficial representative of, of Ohio or West Virginia and see how much uh, I, or traction I get from that. It makes you, makes you wonder if she reread what she wrote. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, because that, right, that's kind that, of important. <laughs> yeah, it is. Central gets upset by Beaver. Beaver's 8-2. Central's now 6-1 and, and one or 7-1. and one. What's that happen there? Anybody know? You guys do the game? I was back and forth the whole game. Uh, um, we were getting updates as we did the John Marshall Morgantown game, and uh, it was back and forth. Central ahead by a touchdown or two. 
Beaver local pullback, go up one, central tie. It was 35-35, and then a couple late touchdowns uh, propelled Beaver local to to win. Um, You got to see a few. few. Go ahead. I'm sure sure Beaver's good, but do you think, you know, it's like one of my worries with Ohio State, they're just running through everybody, and do you think it's just that they were in a game in the fourth quarter and they weren't used to it, or do we have any idea about that? I, I, I'm not sure if anybody really saw what happened. Uh, I, I wasn't. I actually attended the Brook Wheeling Park game last night. Um, yeah, um, I didn't see the I didn't see the end, but uh, there were 62 points scored in the first half. So it was uh, yeah, uh, it was a dogfight in the beginning, and then uh, Brook made a couple mistakes. And uh, Park capitalized immediately, got another score right before the half, and uh, uh, Brook failed on a fake punt attempt at midfield. Park capitalized on that, made some big plays, and uh, and, and just uh, it looked like they were going to run away with it. That's why I left. But uh, it was um, – yeah, it wasn't um, – it, it wasn't a particularly well-attended game. I, I've – I was kind of surprised that Park, Park brought maybe, I'm guessing, 400 people. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I started looking over at the opposing uh, sidelines. It was a you know beautiful, crisp October night to watch football, and uh, they have they've got, they have a roster size of 60 some kids. They have a, a you know ample cheerleading staff. The band was you know decent size, and I'm I'm wondering who else is there besides the parents. You know, and, and the same thing, and, and it wasn't really particularly full on the uh, Brook side either. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Big, it was a big night because they did their Hall of Fame inductions. Two of the soccer players that Doc uh, actually played uh, collegiately at YSU, their names are escaping me now. And uh, one, the one guy was a 73 Brook grad. I can't remember his name either. He, he went in as a coach, and he coached uh, in the Fairmont area was an outstanding wrestling coach. And then Dave Ryder, the uh, great uh, basketball, long-time basketball, football, uh, many things that he coached at Brook, uh, you know, for 40-plus years, he was inducted also. So it was a big night, and just um, I was a little surprised at the attendance. I, hmm. I came late, and I just strolled in. And got yeah, it looked like we were following along as, as we were going, and it looked like Brook was hanging in there, and then um, – I didn't know what the mistakes were, but it just all of a sudden you yeah. were like, Park was up a couple yeah, touchdowns, and they're up three fast. touchdowns. You're like, whoa. And, and immediately it happened. Uh, uh, Brooke, uh, had a, Brooke had a couple uh, uh, kickoff returns that went well. One of them uh, went for about 90 yards that they took, took back to the house, and they led at that point, I think it was 20 to 14, and then, then the dam broke. From, from yeah. there with Park, and I really now, like Park's quarterback. Here's the scoop on. He well. Yeah, he he's a good ball. Yeah. He's a Brett he, Phillips. He, he, I he love the way he throws the ball. Yeah, he, it's I, quick. It's like a dart. He did a he did a little sidearm. Yeah, I saw it was on a highlight. I saw that he, touchdown. The yeah. guy was standing in the corner oh, of the end zone. <laughs> I mean, he can move. I mean, he's a, yeah. Doc, here's the scoop on Central and Beaver local. Central was up 35-21 with 8:15 remaining in the game. Central just went ahead, and then Beaver Local scored three touchdowns, started by a 95-yard kickoff after that 35-21 lead. And it was just a tidal wave after that, and uh, that's how they did it. They 
with five minutes left, they were they were up. Yeah, we. Yeah, we were at uh, uh, Morgantown last night, Coach Traveri, Coach Heinerman, and I. And John Marshall hung in for a quarter and a half. It was 7-7. And then a ground ball punt snap forced the, a quick punt by John Marshall. And it went to a line drive to a guy named Bobby Howell, who brought it back to, like, the 20-yard line and gave a short field to Morgantown. They went up 13-7. Extra point was blocked. And then on the ensuing um, drive uh, on third down, uh, Jacob Caulfield, the quarterback, was uh, running, looked like he was going to get a first down, but he fumbled it one hop into Howell's hands, 36-yard um, scoop and score. And like, kind of like uh, mirroring the Brook game, a couple of mistakes by John Marshall, and they were out of it. And uh, one thing I noticed about Morgantown talk <laughs> – they played Bridgeport earlier in the year, and I think you might remember Bridgeport, West Virginia. Um, we were talking about them running a single wing. Well, Morgantown runs the old wing tee. So they, Morgantown beat Bridgeport 10-6 in that game. Could you imagine what that game was like? No wide outs. Like a couple times that they had one wide out last night. Old school. <laughs> yeah. Line up and smash them in the mouth. That's what you love. And Mor- Morgantown's – Well, last uh, last night it was reminding me because they were just handing it off from all different angles and all different directions. It reminded me of Central Central and their spin series. You you have to like look around to see who has the ball yeah. after the first couple of seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, Blair Ferry was last night, I believe. Oh, Hold on. Was it, it must have been at Blair. Ferry. So Blair probably won. I, I, Sam Miller's in the car with me now, my godson. He said Blair won. So they, uh, they're finishing on a nice roll beating Union Local and um, Martin's Ferry. Yeah, it was 39-8 to was the difference last night. You know, it's, still, it's Kropka's first year there, Martin's Ferry's building. You never know in that rivalry, but uh, obviously, uh, like Berlera has improved. Um, they played well in the St. Clairsville game, and when they lost to St. Clairsville, so I think that they've uh, they've been getting better, and that's what you want to see. Even I like Shady Sides not having a very good, didn't have a very good year, but they've improved at the end, in my opinion. Ben Wash started playing like more it, yeah. sound football, so um, that's what you want to see out of these teams, in, in my opinion, at this point. So, Belair's, um they'll make the playoffs, and uh, they could maybe do a little damage. Maybe may win a game or two. You never know. That's right. Um, I think they are getting better. And, like, um, last week against Union Local, it's a tough game. I, I ran into Clinton. He said uh, Ray uh, Pettigrew, I guess, had to go down to a close family member's funeral in Florida, missed the game, but they still played outstanding. So, maybe they're all coming together. Uh, and good luck to the big red, that's for sure. He had a hey, I see we're at the bottom of the hour. Yeah. Uh, take a break we, we'll we can do that. Okay. I'll stay on.
opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. It might not feel like it now, but winter is right around the corner. If you've been thinking about getting away from the snow and traveling someplace warm this winter, check out RVUniverse.com. RVUniverse.com has thousands of pre-owned recreational vehicles to choose from, including motorhomes, travel trailers, fifth wheels, and all other types of campers and RVs. You can even apply for financing right on the site. Just go to RVUniverse.com and make your getaway dreams come true. Breathe cleaner, fresher air with help from Menards. Indoor air can be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Best Air's four-inch pleated air filters have a specialized filtration that ensures the best overall performance of your HVAC system, giving you cleaner air throughout your home. Pleated air filters are available in a variety of sizes. Now all 11% off at Menards. Good through October 23rd, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Ruth Pharmacy is celebrating babies during the month of March. You can help make a difference for babies in your community by donating a baby item at your local Fruth Pharmacy or by entering your child ages 0 to 36 months in Fruth's Baby Face event. This year's event is virtual and you can enter your child in for a chance to win a gift basket by submitting his or her photo by email. See fruthpharmacy.com for complete rules and details. Fruth, your hometown family pharmacy. Complete your projects with 11% off everything at Menards. Save time and adhere the savings. With Loctite, Power Grab heavy-duty construction adhesive has a zero-second instant grab. A nine-ounce tube is $4.44 after 11% rebate. Stop in and explore our huge selection of sealants. Now all 11% off at Menards. Good through October 23rd, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. 
Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey, hey buddy! Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That uh, makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. We'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hello, everyone from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Mostly sunny skies, a pleasant day with a high near 63. The overnight low of 41 under mainly clear skies. Mostly sunny for your Saturday. Temperatures return to the low 70s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Network dot 
dot com. Uh, you can use the TuneIn app, call toll-free 866-514-1600, or use the text line 304-214-1600. Speaking of which, we do have a caller uh, from New Martinsville named Neil that wants to talk uh, about what we were talking about, Magnolia. Okay, I'm going to put him over. Hold on. Go ahead, Neil. Neil, you there? Yeah, so you've got a, you've got a faction of people down there that just want to make changes, just like they did with the get rid of the superintendent, and they're just getting involved in the, in the sports. Uh, you know, obviously with Dave Caesar not being around anymore, you know, that uh, makes it easier for those people to come in and uh, make complaints. Um, but but in, the, in the long reach of everything, I get coaches today have a difficult time because the parents get involved in it. Back in the day, parents came and watched practice and then they went home. They didn't come up and bother the coach or get groups of people to say, you know, you're not doing a good job. You should do this. You should do that. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, that's it. I really appreciate you calling in because I've heard unofficial rumblings to that effect. I didn't want to state it because I didn't know I hadn't talked to anybody. But you're echoing what's been told to me, uh, even with Coach Caesar not being around. So um, um, uh, if you could, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that because Magnolia has such a proud tradition and such tough kids that parents have to run everything now. And it's shameful. What are we teaching these kids as they go on further in life, college or vocational school or blue collar or white collar? Well, they don't become independent people in the community because they're always relying on somebody else to take care of them and do stuff. I mean, it's, it's, you know, everybody else grew up independent. If your parents raised you to be able to take care of yourself and do things for yourself. I realize you're high school. But, you know, come on, Mom and Dad. Don't get involved in it. Right. Like, Neil, did you, did, activity. Neil, did you play for Coach Caesar? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think with the, with the coach thing and the parents approaching you, um, I have a friend that's coached Little League stuff for years, and it's gone on where people come up to him. And he just – you have to have the attitude that if someone's coming up to you and telling you how to do your job, you tell them to go away and don't come back and take their child with them. Now, I, I know that's difficult in a situation where you don't have very many kids, but you have to take a hard line if you're a coach and not let parents um, influence you or try to influence you at all. And it's – in this day and age, it's almost impossible. It really is. Well, we appreciate you calling in. Yeah, Neil brings up a good point there because it all starts with the upper-level administration, and if they listen to those complaints and they kowtow to people who may make the uh, allegations true or not um, – that's what that's where it all starts. Administrators need to back coaches. They need to back teachers. And they're not not saying the coaches and teachers are infallible, but once that starts, he made a great point. It starts to snowball downhill, especially when there's new people in uh, in, in uh, leadership positions. And you have to you have to set your your boundaries, just like Ross said. I think you, you kind of expect to hear that. A little bit in in little league and t-ball, but once you get to high school, you have to teach your your young men and women how to start becoming adults. Right. And part of that is going to your at that time boss, for lack of a better term, 
and gaining that experience on how to go to them with a problem. Right. Or clarification on communication. Or what's my role? I'm not sure I understand. Right. Well, and I don't think kids today understand that there are roles on every single type of team. Not everybody can start. That's right. Not everybody's going to get a lot of playing time. Some people have to be ready and maybe only get a couple of three minutes in a basketball game or something like that. But you, you have to understand that there are different roles, especially if you're an underclassman, time and experience and repetition will earn you the playing time right. you know so you can't be a sophomore that's pretty ta that's got some talent and have your parents complaining to the coach because he's not getting enough playing time because he doesn't have the experience or something along those lines i mean they have to realize a team is a team and you need every single element to be gr good or great you're, you're right on and if there's and if there's one dissenter it's like a bad apple in a barrel could be yep. you know what i mean so uh, the Walter Camp, you know, had the original All-American. He coached in the 1800s, father of modern football, college football. Designed the game for 11 players because in those days, the timepiece to watch had 11 parts that functioned. And he designed the game because if one of those 11 parts doesn't do what it's supposed to, the watch stops. The football team stops. And people better understand that nobody's making a living or getting a college scholarship 90% of the time. You know, you're a Jimmy and a Joe or whatever, you know, old phrase you want to use, and you gotta, you got to do your part. And uh, if you're not doing it and you get chewed out, chewed out because you're a pulling guard that didn't pull, that's what it should be. What are you supposed to do? Very true. Uh, yeah, there's got to be accountability. Get them, the and say, get them next time, or you're going to teach them and tell them what to, what to do. There has to be so. accountability. You're 100% right, Doc. And the other thing is, with the dynamic that we see now, and it occurs more and more, and it became commonplace, I don't know, a decade or two ago, is that coaches are not in the building establishing that relationship with their with their student athletes as much as they used to be. I know I, I, I'm very hard pressed to remember any of our opponents who, when I was growing up, they weren't teachers that were in the in the building. All day, seeing the kids off the field, off the court, establishing those relationships, fostering communication opportunities, and just growing the young people to understand, hey, this is my role, this is what I do. You and I can talk off the field and w without having to worry about being scared or afraid, That those kind of things. And now the – a lot of coaches are not in the building. They're not teachers at the school. They don't have administrative roles. They're people from the community that have other jobs. So I, I just wonder if that's caused a lot of these, uh, the, the fraying of some of these relationships. There, there's, no, there's no wondering about it. And for years before you got on the show, that was my main concern as I watched my son and daughters go through high school. And I said, when you're in the school, and listen, it's a two-edged sword. I get it why maybe teachers don't want to coach when you got parents like this screaming at them, okay? And so many of the coaches that do usually have an agenda, not all of them, but some because they got a kid coming up or a grandkid coming up. But, you know, when you're in that school, you know when a guy, a football, your football basketball player, got dumped by his girlfriend. You know what he's going through. You know that he got a D in algebra. You know what he's right. going through, okay? Right. The people that come in from their 9-to-5 jobs, they don't know that, and no. they don't care, and probably no, nor should they. But I've always said that, you know, about Coach Young. I love the way he hangs around 
the high school um, and, uh, you know, hangs around. Coach Sakach, Coach Alenka, you know, they did what they had to do. They're in the school. But I'm sorry. I agree with you 110%. I've said it a million times. you got to know and care, like, hey, what's wrong with Joe? Well, you know, he's been seeing this girl for two years, and he caught her with his best friend. That may not seem like much, but it affects you on the field. Sure. You know that, Mike. And Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it did affect me when that happened to me, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Hey, uh, but anyways, I know you're not here for a long time because you got coach pitch again, but we got 10 minutes, and uh, give us your take on the baseball developments. I know our tribe lost uh, – yeah. Uh, I wonder what would have in that first game if they would have played uh, instead of the rain out. But uh, hats off to Terry Francona. who just announced he will be back at age 63. Um, and uh, tell us what uh, your the whole thing, the Houston and and uh, what's going on, uh, the Padres, the Phillies, everything else. First of all, uh, that's great news that Terry Francona will be back at 63 years old. He's got a ton of baseball left in him. And I hope he continues to give that to – Cleveland to that franchise, that proud franchise, and to all of the all of Tribe Nation everywhere that deserves a winner and deserves someday to win the World Series again. And he's the guy that can do it, and I think it'll be great to have him back. They're like a lot of the other small market teams. They 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 just they have to pay for sluggers somehow. They've got to find someone to back up Ramirez, you know, you, you could just see the difference because the Yankees hit 182 in that series and still won it. That's ridiculous. It's it's kind of the way the game is played. Yeah, you strike strike like out it. or hit a home run. It's it's so hard to watch. Yeah. It's just not that exciting. You want to know what's wrong with baseball. It's too many strikeouts. Well, That's what's wrong. And put the ball in play. That's action. That's people running around. Catching the ball, throwing the ball, is he safe or out? That's what builds the drama and excitement. It's not strike out and walk back to the dugout. Right. The announcers, we were talking about that, were choke up on the bat and two strikes and put it in play somewhere. Don't try to hit it out. Yeah, that's how you win. That's that's winning baseball is, is making the pitcher work. Keep fouling the ball off. Get deep in counts. Get his pitch count up and get him out of there and get into that bullpen. How about um, not happening? How about Justin Verlander the other night. He's amazing. The guy's 39 years old. No, I mean, believe me, I understand he has the most, like, unbelievable motivation at home to be at his very best in everything. But, I mean, you talk. Well, well, yeah, yeah, he's he's remarkable. He says he wants to pitch till he's 45. 45, that's what I heard. So, So he's 39 years old. He's He's in his 90 pitch count area, and he's still throwing 98. Yes. And the and ball's moving three-quarters of the plate from left to right. And, and here's what else going into that game. His previous six starts, his ERA was like seven-something. He was he was really wobbling there until that last start, but that just shows you who he is and what the great ones are able to do. Could you imagine six times going out there and not having your good stuff and getting rocked around and still having – the confidence in the bravado to be able to draw on this past experience and say, man, I'm a, I'm a multi-side young award winner. I'm the man. I don't care what I've done. I know I'm 39. I know I'm the oldest guy on the field. But you know what? I'm going to take it, and I'm going to shove it against these guys right now. That is some guts. That's some um, 
that, that's, that, that's, that's some cantaloupe. I'm telling you, and his success has always been up in the strike zone. And you don't see that Roger Clemens, guys like that, their success up there. And he was fooling the hitters because they were swinging yeah. at balls that were, you know, a ball or two length outs, upside the strike zone. He, he and they were, he was blowing it by him. It was yeah, just, it was, it was just impressive to see and a, a joy to watch. And I even liked how, the first four innings, Jamison Tyon, I thought, did well also. So it was he like mono a mano there for the first four. It, it all boils down to one word, as the great Bill Rafferty, Rafferty used to say, uh, onions. And that's what, uh, that's what Verlander has. Uh, <laughs> I, so, I go back. I, I can think of a half a dozen guys like that. Like Gaylord Perry starts it out for me, you know, and uh, Donnie Sutton after the age of 35. Just yeah, he was tough. every day. Didn't have yeah. To, and I, not that he was a great pitcher, but Jamie Moyer was throwing complete games well into his 40s. And throwing 70, 72 miles an hour and still, still getting guys yeah, out. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, and, of course, Bill Necro with the knuckler and Joe. But there, every now and then, you every year, every five or ten years, you get a guy like that. They can still pitch, not necessarily throw, but pitch better, throw less heat, but battle battle you to the very end so the, the, yeah the houston's uh, remar- remarkable right now considering the production they've gotten out of the lineup with uh alvarez or not not alvarez excuse me altuve being 0 for 23 he's riding an 0 for 23 wow. right now well uh, alvarez had, was like 0 for 13 and alvarez too. is struggling too yeah he's a, he had he's, a couple hits the other night but he was he 0 is, for 13 yeah so i i look forward to them continuing uh, they're. I, I, I'm not saying they're going to sweep, but I think this. Uh, they've got a good chance to, to put the Yankees away quickly. How about your Padres, uh, Phillies? Your take the, on that? Right well, now? Rob Thompson is unbelievable. He is so very well respected as a just like a gym rat baseball guy coach. Uh, he was with Girardi, Joe Girardi, forever, and Girardi gets fired in the middle of the <laughs> season, and here's his apprentice for lack of a better word and I sh- shouldn't real I probably shouldn't refer to to Thompson in that way because he's been a 30 plus year baseball guy coached managed in the minor you know he's he's he just knows it all but he's very well respected kind of like a different personality than the fiery Girardi who, who can get a little fiery at times and the calm that he's brought to the Phillies the confidence a little bit of a quiet swag has made a big difference. But don't leave out uh, on the other end the wily old catcher Bob Melvin of the Padres was. Uh, He's done a heck of a job too, and their best yeah. one of their best players, Tatis, hasn't even seen the field. So they're uh, they're swinging the bats. It's that's going to be a good series. I, I hope that goes the distance because that's been entertaining baseball, and you've got some guys who hit the ball around and and. It'll be, uh, I think, throughout the, those two lineups. You saw some tough bats last night. You saw uh, Soto is amazing. Uh, he, he he hits off the lefty last night. Almost gets beamed on 100 miles an hour. The uh, the, the the two broadcasters are saying, how do you hang in there uh, after you almost get hit by a 100-mile-an-hour inside fastball? He takes the next pitch, front side in, and hits it the other way against the shift and finds a way to get on base. And then you got Josh Bell, the ex-pirate. How many ex-pirates? How many times can that be said during this postseason? 
That's you want to know the best team in postseason? The best team is all the ex Pirates playing. You put them together, they'll kick everybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I just saw last night on the ticker another Wiley old catcher, good manager, wants to manage again, 67-year-old Bruce Bochy. Yeah, he's a, he's a heck of a manager. There's a lot of good, really, really good baseball guys out there. I'm curious to see <coughs> what, when some of these guys continue to take hold in Frank Conan, you see the, the way that the Indians play. you, you got to love the way that the Indians play because they don't hit a ton of home runs. They fight to get on base. They'll do anything. They'll take one in the shoulder to start a rally. They're tough with two strikes. That, to me, is baseball. That's exciting. When you see a 7, 8, 9 pitch at bat, guy fouling it off, doing anything he can just to work the pitcher, that's what baseball is. I really, really believe that's what most people want to see. Most people that are true baseball fans want to see that kind of baseball, good base running, good defense, uh, tough at bats. I think those are the, that's what most people want to see. I'm going to end this hour uh, by saying, I, and I think I texted you guys this, but um, one of my favorite sports shows um, that I listen to on the radio is uh, College Sports Sunday uh, that runs 9 to 12 live every Sunday morning on ESPNU Sirius XM. With, um, you mean there's other uh, shows besides The Huddle? Well, yeah. Uh, so, wow. uh, believe it or not, and I get huh. a lot of fun <laughs> for that because those guys are good. One works for CBS, one works for Sports Illustrated. That would be Barrett Salid and Tom Lucanville. Only Lucanville uh, wasn't on this week. I had late game, and uh, Andy Staples did it. So I called in, and um, just because I was, they were like, people were calling in, complaining that Tennessee ran the field and and uh, took the gold post down and everything. And, <laughs> and I'm I on, love and, it. And Barrett and those guys, they're, they're saying, come on, let them have some fun. It's a great, and I agreed. Only they were smoking all those cigars. So I called in, I defended the cigar. I said, listen, I like all that stuff, but cigars are for champions. Okay, when Red Bauerbach let it up, he wanted, he was a champion. Uh, Joey Burrow was the champion. I said, they want a game, not a conference, not a division, not a championship. I said, that's it. I said, don't demean the cigar. And I plugged the show, and they said afterwards, it was funny. We went back and forth, and they said, hey, dude, you didn't give us our call letters. Because anybody in Wheeling, West Virginia, listened to Angelo's show on Sunday morning. <laughs> awesome. Sunday morning? Oh, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Okay. Listen to Wheeling, West Virginia, Saturday morning. So I texted, I direct messaged Barrett on Twitter and gave, her our, gave him our call letters. But I got a recording. I'll play it for you next week. Awesome. So. All right, we got to go to break. We got some Toto taking us to the to the break. WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. Hospitals in 43 states and Washington, D.C. say they're experiencing a surge of cases in pediatric respiratory illnesses. Dr. Frank Belmonte, the chief medical officer at Advocate Children's Hospital in Illinois, says... This is our March of 2020, so this is the pediatric version of the beginning of the pandemic, and it has really taxed all of us, for sure. 
ABC medical contributor Dr. Alok Patel says difficulty breathing is a sign of one of these illnesses, RSV. They're using a lot of muscles to breathe or they're breathing faster, struggling to maintain their oxygen levels. Also, if kids have what we call altered mental status, meaning they seem confused or excessively sleepy, high fevers are also concerning, but not necessarily on their own. And last but definitely not least, RSV can lead to dehydration. Sometimes kids have such hard times breathing, they have so much mucus, they actually can't take the bottle anymore. Still no indication from former President Trump as to how he'll answer a subpoena from the January 6th committee. ABC legal contributor Kate Shaw explains what could stand in the way of him testifying. Testifying opens up the possibility of perjury charges, and he is already facing a number of serious criminal investigations, including the one growing out of the Mar-a-Lago classified documents. So I don't think at the end of the day it happens, but, you know, he may keep us in suspense about it. Federal Appeals Court Friday temporarily blocked the Biden administration's student loan debt relief program from taking effect pending lawsuits. In Ukraine, a new wave of Russian attacks is targeting the infrastructure, says ABC's Brett Clement. Ukraine says the attacks have already damaged a third of its power network, and rationing power is becoming kind of the new normal here, especially as the bitter winter approaches. President Zelensky also now accusing Putin of weaponizing food by blocking ships of grain again. Chinese leader Xi Jinping is poised to get a third five-year term in charge on Sunday. You're listening to ABC News. Hey, listener, welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it! There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's dub, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets! Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending Uma and their all-in-one phone, video, and collaboration solution. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. Senator Lindsey Graham continues to fight a grand jury subpoena in Georgia connected to an investigation into possible election tampering during the 2020 election. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham lost his appeal to not testify in Georgia's 2020 election fraud probe. He's now asking the Supreme Court to step in so he won't have to talk. Graham claims whatever he said to Georgia lawmakers to get that election overturned is protected speech as a senator. The appeals court disagreed. Graham has now asked one of the most conservative justices, Clarence Thomas, who oversees that lower court, to overrule it. That's ABC's Andy Field in Washington. On Wall Street, it was a tough day for Twitter Friday as shares closed down almost 5%. Shares dropped after the Washington Post reported that Elon Musk told investors he would get rid of nearly 75% of Twitter's staff as part of his $44 billion deal to buy the company. There could be you know, really panic across the board in terms of software, cybersecurity, ultimately more disruptions. In a purchase this big, there are bound to be layoffs, but Webbush Securities Managing Director Daniel Ives says deep cuts like this could hurt the company. 75%. I mean, that could really be a scorched earth, really take this company back, call it three, four years. Ive says this could be a disaster within Twitter. Todd at ABC News. I would cut Twitter's workforce from around 7,500 people to just over 2,000. This is ABC News. 
<laughs> My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. Brian Clark, ABC News. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. If you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Para Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. We'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or... Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey, hey buddy! Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? Always brewed down to 34 degrees. Hi, I'm Capri, and the little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cook it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending Uma and their all-in-one phone, video, and collaboration solution. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. 
Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power rankings. To find out where your favorite team ranks, go to WVMetroNews.com. Click on the High School Sports tab and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. October is Fire Safety Month, and Menards has what you need to keep your home safe. For over 100 years, Kitta has been the home safety leader, helping you protect what matters most. From smoke and carbon monoxide alarms to fire extinguishers and more, Kitta home safety products keep your family protected from emergencies. All Kitta safety products are 11% off. Good through October 23rd, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Hello, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Mostly sunny skies, a pleasant day with a high near 63. The overnight low of 41 under mainly clear skies. Mostly sunny for your Saturday. Temperatures return to the low 70s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Doug is in the house. I'm here, Doc. All right. 
Hey, Brock, do you, do you have any lamb going to, today? It's too no, no, too not, short of a time frame for lamb. Okay. No, not, not for noon tailgate. Is there a no. substitute uh, for that? The, yeah, the Carlos pizza. We oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, chili, you know, brats, all that kind of stuff. So uh, okay. it's good. And, you know, we'll be uh, leaving. But listen, um, uh, I really appreciate uh, Neil. I think I know who that is. Um, uh, call, the called in from yes. New Martinsville to clarify that up. I know Doug's from New Martinsville. Maybe you can fill him in during the break so we can move on to college football. Doug, we'll start with you. WVU, what are they looking at today? Well, uh, you know, it's a, uh, what's a six-point spot or whatever. I think that's probably right, uh, Texas Tech at home. But uh, I think it's going to be decided in the second, two secondaries because, uh, uh, you know, uh, who has the worst secondary, WVU or Texas Tech? Uh, you know, it's – uh, I, I think WVU has a shot. Uh, you got to remember, WVU used to have Texas Tech's number. They, they beat him five straight years, and three of those years, the quarterback at Texas Tech was some guy named Mahomes. I don't know whatever happened to him. I think he disappeared or something, whatever. But he was, he was 0 for 3 against West Virginia when he was quarterback in Texas Tech. Of course, the offensive coordinator at uh, West Virginia University p- played at Texas Tech, Graham Harrell. And, um, you know, uh, uh, so he, he was an outstanding uh, high school player in Texas and, of course, a, a one of the past-minded uh, quarterbacks that Texas Tech's had uh, over the years. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, we used to say, uh, you know, the, the Big 12 was a no-defense uh, uh, league, but uh, I think defense is going to decide some of these games or lack of defense maybe. But uh, we've always, you know, concentrated on the quarterback situation or the or the pass happy uh, offenses in the, in the league. But uh, I think WVU has a shot. But uh, if they play like they play, it depends on which team shows up. If they play like they played at Texas, they'll lose. Uh, if they play like they, you know, played against Baylor, they'll win. So. Um, Any uh, concern about them being on the road, Doug? That with uh, what what you know what happened last time well, at Texas? Yeah, you know. I, I just think uh, this is such a uh, – Or was that a fluke? Well, it's such The a, score, anyway. Yeah, the score was. The, the, the margin. Uh, the margin was, but the, the uh, you know the outcome probably wasn't in a lot of people's eyes. But it, this this leg is so topsy-turvy and, and parody and all up and down the line. I mean, uh, you know, when you're getting Oklahoma at the bottom of the leg and uh, <laughs> Texas Christian at the top, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's a pretty rarity. Very rare situation, and West Virginia is hoping to be someplace in the middle. But uh, I think there are two or three games they, they sh- could have a shot at winning if they keep improving. I mean, uh, you know, as I say, if they play like they played at Baylor or played against Baylor, uh, uh, they have a shot at winning. Of course, if they play like they played at Texas, then they're going to lose today. So it's it's just one of those situations. It's it's definitely. Uh, up in the air situation and one game I want to watch. I, I, I know you, you like to go to those uh, sacrificial lamb uh, games, Doc, like uh, Iowa. <laughs> okay. I know. I mean, Iowa's, Iowa's defense is always top 10, but that offense, Doc, oh my God, we've talked about it. You oh, know, yeah. your son's the offensive coordinator. <laughs> That's never a good thing. Oh, and, yeah. you know, and we make jokes about. The, the guys last year, last week on the football, on the the one I got on, we're talking about they they could score one point, 
And the other guy said, well, you got to score a touchdown, score one point. No, we found out that there is a one-point safety that I outlined last week. Uh, but the nice thing about that game is um, the Iowa band and the Ohio State band, which, of course, is very good, are going to do a combined halftime show. To your point, that might be the highlight of the game. <laughs> well, I, I Iowa's not going to dot the eye. I don't think so. Maybe their own idol died. I just talked to JoJo down at the spot, and the over-under uh, as far as quarters go before you and Counselor Power back at the tailgate <laughs> after the game is two and a half. Two and a half quarters. Well, hey, That's the over-under. To reiterate, to reiterate, we got Ross uh, Johnston, the stunner on the board, Doug Huff, the Hall of Fame uh, sports journalist, and we got Mike Florak, former baseball coach at Youngstown State. Mike, I'm going to turn it over to you. Notre Dame, Stanford <coughs> is an awful, awful team. I don't understand that. Jekyll, I love Ross. Ross and I. And now yeah. they're, they're like a 24-and-a-half, 27-point favorite Notre Dame this week. You know, I thought Notre Dame was getting better, but I, I, can't, I couldn't believe Stanford. Oh, my God, how bad is that team? Well, Ross and I were talking about him. Ross was just uh, had a tissue and was just wiping his eyes. Uh, yeah, uh, for my issues. But, <laughs> but he um, – their coaching staff is young. You know, there's – there's. I just wonder, like, where where's the voice of reason, the voice of calm? Well, it seems like a lot of guys learning on the fly. Here's what I've heard also is there's been some dissension between some of the offensive position coaches and Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, as to who should be playing because I heard some of the coaches are saying these young bucks are ready, and he's saying no. So last week, if you watched that football game, offensively, they weren't there. They weren't there. Not one player was there. Drop passes, horrible throws, no protection, can't run the football. They've got Michael Mayer, All-American tight end. They took him away by doubling him, and they had no adjustment for it. It was just a a pathetic display, and I didn't get to watch at one play of the Marshall game because I was at WVU Kansas that day, and I decided after hearing the score I was not going to, but several people told me, said, that was just like the Marshall game. It was like the offense took the field, but they weren't out there. Notre Dame may have left their, uh, left their game in, in the opener. They may have played their best game against the highest state. They might have. I think that's a great, great point. I mean, I mean I you know, that was a competitive game for most of the game. But, the, uh, you know, but since then, they just look like a very mediocre average, uh, you know, power or division one team. So. They were underdogs at North Carolina and went down there and beat them, you know, and then they, and then they come back and, and lay an egg. I mean, no, yeah. Coach Shaw of Stanford's no dummy. He's been around for a long time. He's a good coach. He's having trouble getting the types of athletes that he needs. But he's so good. If he sees a weakness, he's going to exploit it. And those kids in, at Stanford, even though they've been bad recently, they play hard-nosed football. And it just looked yeah, like to me Notre Dame got out-toughed. Yeah. They got out-toughed. Yeah. And out coached. You know, and I wonder, you mentioned Coach Saw and Stanford, the players he's need. I I wonder if, um, uh, by the way, that's Brad Powell's wife who has slammed the door now seven times uh, during the show. So I'm going to, if Brad was. You can tell her we we can't hear it. You you can tell her we can't hear them. (laughs) We can't hear the door slams. Okay, good. Well, anyways, but you can bring a point, and Northwestern and Stanford. 
They may do a little transfer portal, obviously, but you got to be a special cut of student to even be accepted, and they're not doing the NIL dance. So I'm wondering if this could spell the end of them every now and then surging up to win the Big Ten West or the Pac-12 North. If uh, you know, because NIL, you look at a team like Tennessee turned it around in a year, and basically they are bra- embracing the NIL, basically saying, "Come to Tennessee, and we'll find you a used car dealer that will pay you money. We will find you a, a local restaurant." And they're embracing it, and you saw their results, uh, and we can get into that. Alabama has a, is a 21-point favorite over uh, Mississippi State today. They lost uh, a shootout, uh, tremendous game, tremendous games last week uh, to Tennessee. Uh, you know, credit to Jaws Heupel, but Tennessee is back. I, uh, Miami's not back. Texas isn't back, in my opinion, but certainly Tennessee appears to be. And uh, you had that great game. You had Texas uh, to Doug Huff, TCU, and uh, Oklahoma State, U- U- USC, and um, Utah. Yeah, that was a great one. That was a good one. Oh, the it was game a great weekend week for college football. Yeah. And then we have UCLA. We're going to see, you know, Oregon seems to they seem to bounce back on that thrashing uh, by Georgia. And uh, UCLA, who's kind of an undefeated team, but everybody thinks they're suspect. We'll see what Chip <laughs> Kelly does going back to his homestead up there with uh, Oregon and Bo Nix. Yeah, I like Oregon in that game for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I like, and I know Syracuse is undefeated, but I like Clemson in that 14-point spread. Clemson's playing better. Syracuse, God bless Stephen O'Babers, he's had he's had nine lives. He's up, he's down, he's up and down, but uh, he's got them playing well. But I think his bubble burst and may burst in a big way today. Both of those are future Notre Dame opponents, also Clemson and Syracuse and USC. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, USC and any any of the Southern Calipologists out there, they're back, they're back. Look. Uh, Lincoln Riley's doing a great job, but you can't rebuild that defense in a year, guys. So give, whether you like Grinch or you don't, give a couple years. You can turn an offense around pretty quick. He had a couple guys come with him in Oklahoma. You could score, but you can't. And he stole a guy from Pitt. Yeah, yeah, they did. (laughs) Caleb Williams. I can't. Yeah, and the uh, running back uh, was from uh, Oklahoma and another wide receiver. But I can't blame Jordan Addison. Uh, Mike, look, when, when when Narduzzi brings in a more conservative offensive coordinator and said they're going to run the ball, I think you've got to look for a guy that wants to pass. And I think, you know, a lot of issues are now coming around with Jimbo Fisher and A&M. His offense is boring now. You know, this may be the way of the world. Look at Ohio State. We had Todd Fitch on last week. I said, what is Hartline doing? Is he sprinkling magic dust when he recruits these? We had two first-round picks last year wide receiver. We look better at wide receiver this year than we did last year. And I guess that's where the kids are going. I mean, you know, they want that excitement. They want that offense, and they want that NIL money. Yeah, yeah. I guess the kid from uh, Pitt had a, had more than a million reasons to go to uh, USC. So, you know, Jordan Addison, awesome. yeah. 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 Well, uh, it, it wasn't he the Bolitnikov winner last year? Yes. yes. Nation's best receiver. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, that's a big hurt. He wanted to go surfing, I think, is what he wanted to do. He, uh, wanted, he wanted to catch a wave could, out there. You could do that on the Allegheny on the right day. When a barge goes really fast out down yeah. the river, yeah. Just a little tad Tell that guy in the barge to crank it up all the way. I'm going to get behind <laughs> it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I would be, I would be remiss. 
I got to make this point. Obviously, the team up north crushed Penn State in the second half. But again, I got to talk about James Franklin. You know, they, they, they busted him up the middle in the running game. And James Franklin, who's a tremendous A-grade uh, recruiter, nobody can take that away from him, has pretty much a lockdown 10-year contract with only a million-dollar buyout if he wants to leave. But he comes in the post-game show. Now, this is a guy that continues to do bad clock management and takes it on the chin, said, it's, it's on me, it's on me. Well, you're getting paid a lot of money. You can't keep saying it's on you. He complains. He goes, our defensive line is too light. Everybody wants to be an Aaron Donald. We have got to get out of that mode and put defensive <coughs> line. Well, Coach, doesn't that lie with you and your recruiting? I mean, aren't you over your coordinators and the type of players, and now you're saying midway through the season Where's that the our beef? defensive line, we got to recruit better better people. Come on, Coach. I mean, that's on you. That's what you do. Yeah, you got to right? plug that middle. That, that's where it all starts. You have to – We've talked about this how many times. The game of football still won and lost at the line of scrimmage. If you can't plug the middle, forget about it. And that's a problem with the, that the Steelers have had for how many years now. So you're, you're just not going to win football games. You're not going to win the big ones especially if you can't be strong in the middle. Well, I got uh, – the you know, well, we'll get in the NFL maybe when for the last few minutes you're back, uh, Mike. But real quickly, the AFC North, the Steelers stink. The Browns stink. My other team I like is the Bears. They stink. And the only team I kind of like to root for are the Buffalo Bills because they're a cold-weather team. At least they're playing well. Jesus. Well, the, the Bills look great, and I, I think they've got a legitimate chance this year uh, to, to make it to the Super Bowl. The AFC will be interesting to see how it plays out. Still kind of early yet. Still uh, expecting – Joe Burrow to make another run and put it all together. And uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes, you can never count him out. The guy that I really like when I watch him play, I don't think he gets enough credit. I don't think people are in awe of his talent enough and the things that uh, he can do is Her- Herbert from San Diego. He's big. He can move. He's got all the deliveries. His arm strength is unbelievable. He seems like he's pretty cool in the pocket when he has to be. And I think they can make some noise. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the AFC plays out from here. So, but you're right. All the teams that we are rooting for are playing for a better draft pick. And that's what I continue to say about the Steelers. Despite this last win, I just it's just not going to happen. They're they're not going to the Super Bowl. They're not. I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. They're not good. You said it best. They're They're just not good. They're not well coached. And And I just just don't see, again, the game of football being won and lost at the line of scrimmage. They just don't have it up front, especially offensively. And they've never gotten a Robin to Cam Hayward's Batman to replace uh, Stephon Tewitt up front. And that 2-4-5 is not working. It's not working. And they have... They don't have really good linebackers. So so why not put another defensive lineman, big body in there, and at least run a 3-4 or something like that? I just don't understand Devin, a lack Devin of adjustment. Bush, Devin, right, Devin Bush is terrible. No, he knocked that pass uh, he, down, and everybody's celebrating because he made one play. You mean, you mean when he's not jumping on a pile to get uh, a partial credit for a tackle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, he only weighs 200 yeah, pounds, the Browns, so the, nobody you know, feels it. Up in Cleveland, they're, they're petitioning to have the defensive coordinator 
fired. Woods. I mean, Stefanski. I think they. You know, I hate to change coaches, but I mean, this team, Jacoby Brissett, is not that bad, and they got a lot of talent. Uh, and by the way, the rich get richer, as you saw yesterday. Christian McCaffrey yeah. signed with the 49ers. so yeah. I think that puts them in the. I think I put some in the driver's seat for the NFC right now, in my opinion. When, when now, right now, that's what San Francisco's well, saying, giving up all those draft picks. Yeah, so. They think this well, is their listen, year. There are, some good, there are some good games coming up. Uh, we got a couple minutes before break. We'll discuss today's slate in college football while Mike's still with us. Uh, but, uh, again, last week, I mean, just phenomenal, phenomenal football for the most part, and Alabama goes down. Uh, Nick Saban almost seemed resigned. I mean, the penalties against Alabama, and I was listening, and he even admitted earlier in the week, I missed it, that, you know, he is not getting, because Kirby Smart's getting a lot of the uh, defensive linemen, offensive linemen perhaps. Jimbo Fisher is where he always had that depth that he could substitute. And he is admitting that he is he is getting the first-tier recruits, but he's not getting layers of them like he used to. And if you really looked at Alabama on paper this year, there were some gaps there. And they could conceivably lose to Ole Miss, as inconceivable as that is, Ole Miss, and not even be in the playoffs against Georgia or Tennessee for the conference, I meant, not the playoffs, the conference championship. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> That would definitely be unusual, but I would never bet against Nick Saban. I just he's no, just no. too good of a coach. Yeah. He's the best coach well, there is right now. Them. Not bet against. And you'll see him this week. They're twenty-one point favorites over Mississippi State, who got hammered by Kentucky uh, in the second half uh, after playing a listless game. And then uh, Will Levis got hurt when he came back. The whole team ignited, and Chris Rodriguez is busting him up the middle. Uh, and Mississippi State is a twenty, and I and I fully expect a slaughter down there. Uh, from Mississippi State, and I love Coach Leach. Uh, but still, there's this Alabama team isn't quite, I mean, not that they can't win at all. Of course they can with that talent. So can Clemson, so can uh, Georgia, so can Ohio State. But there just seems to be a little thing. They escaped Texas. They barely escaped A&M. There's something missing there. Now, I don't know if it's a little bit Bryce Young's injury. He's probably a little healthier this week. But he played a phenomenal game on offense, so you can't say he was dinged up against Tennessee. He was dinged up after Tennessee. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. He was taking some punishment in that ball game last week. Oh yeah. Uh, it's still Tennessee. They got a little bit lucky because the field goal was partially blocked. Barely made it over. So I mean, it, what a what a what a finish in that ball game. But you had to be impressed, like the Penn State whiteout at night. That Rocky Top, man, that orange out was insane. Yeah, and when you get 100,000 people that crazy at that time of night, then it's going to be crazy. Yeah, the regular season schedule last, uh, last weekend was, had a playoff atmosphere to it. I mean, there was a lot of games, a lot of game, competitive, competitive games that went right down to the wire. And I, uh, you know, I love Mike Gundy uh, in Oklahoma State, but he should have did what Utah's coach did and just went for two instead of playing it safe. Uh, nobody would have followed him, and maybe he comes away with a with a victory because there was no hesitation on uh, Utah's part. I loved it. And Gundy, uh, I thought, didn't didn't have quite the feel, but he could have done the same thing because Texas Christian's defense wasn't that phenomenal, obviously. But uh, Well, you can, criticize, you can criticize Gundy because he's 55 and he's a man. Yeah, you? I was going to say, but he's uh, a man. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I think he's a good coach. I like him. 
So TCU, TCU takes on Kansas State today, which only has one loss. That's like the big game in the Big 12 this week. Yeah. And wait a minute, in Texas, uh, Texas, Oklahoma State is another one. Oh, yeah. Well, Mr. We can talk. Uh, you want to take a break? Right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'll All try right. to call in on the way back. Okay. Appreciate that, dog. Football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power rankings. To find out where your favorite team ranks, go to WVMetroNews.com. Click on the High School Sports tab and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Nana's Landing in Glendale is home of the Mini Loafer, plus nine different sandwiches offered on homemade bread and 21 different flavors of wings. They have Taco Tuesdays, Weenie Wednesdays, and Wing Day Thursdays. The Landing opens at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sundays opens at 1. Call in for a pickup order at 304-845-3500. Nana's Landing on the River in Glendale. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. 
we know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me. James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey, hey, hey buddy! Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry. Available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine. Delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. Nana's Landing in Glendale is home of the Mini Loafer, plus nine different sandwiches offered on homemade bread and 21 different flavors of wings. They have Taco Tuesdays, Weenie Wednesdays, and Wing Day Thursdays. The Landing opens at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sundays opens at 1. Call in for a pickup order at 304-845-3500. Nana's Landing on the River in Glendale. Becco's new line of dishwashers feature corner intents, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Becco achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Becco, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Becco.com for more details. That's B-E-K-O.com. Hello everyone from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Mostly sunny skies, a pleasant day with a high near 63. The overnight low of 41 under mainly clear skies. Mostly sunny for your Saturday. Temperatures return to the low 70s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day everyone from the Watchdog. 
I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Saturday morning sports huddle brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. All right, welcome back to the uh, Paul Harris sports huddle. Um, that was Dwight Yoakam out of Columbus, Ohio. Country out of Birthday. I just love Dwight Yoakam. Very true to his trade. Mike, how long do we got you for? We, we don't have him. He left. Uh, he said he'd call him when he got on the road. Mike had the car. Okay. Yeah, so the, and then there were three, just like the Genesis album. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next, next segment, it might be down to two. So then there were two. Um, so I walk in the game again. I am live from the Happy Place tailgate, uh, Northwest Garage, Columbus, Ohio, getting ready for a high state in Iowa. Um, and... Uh, and we're ready. We're ready to go. I'd like to talk to um, about a couple things on the Ohio State game. Only that we're finally getting after a hamstring injury against Notre Dame. Arguably the preseason number one receiver in the country. We all saw what we could do against Southern Cal. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is back. How that goes with Marvin Harrison and Julian Fleming and uh, I don't want you know and, uh, and Mecca Bukwa. Uh, Iowa's defense is great, but with the running backs, C.J. Stroud, I think they're going to have their hand full, and I'm very anxious to see Jackson and have him get back on track for the second half of the season, fresh legs and all that. Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one show you were done. Doc, the, the Buckeyes have such a, a depth of talent at wide receiver. Uh, you know, you can <laughs> – how many how many schools in the country can afford to lose their best receiver and still have uh, two or three guys uh, step up and uh, you know t- t- you know like there's no no drop off in talent there or no drop off in performance anyway. Yeah, you know, and kind of alluded to earlier, you know, as far as NIL and you know the receivers are very special and Hartline does a great job, former receiver there himself, and obviously played for the Browns, a couple other teams, but I think the question remains. I heard that Coach Day made a comment talking this week, says this whole NIL super senior um, COVID, Brad Powell just interrupted me rudely. It sounds like you're at Alice's diner. (laughs) He opens it up. And we had this argument last night because he said somebody was rudely interrupted. That's an oxymoron. If you're interrupted, you're interrupted, right? It's rude no matter what. And he says, no, if you say excuse me, 
I'm going to interrupt you. It's, it's rude. I don't think it's any less rude. You're interrupted, right? Yeah, um, except on this show because sometimes uh, you have to if you want to talk. <laughs> yeah. So, but Coach, Coach Day feels this will all even out in about two or three years, uh, these sudden turnarounds in schools as things get the feel out. I like the transfer portal in the aspect that, um, you know, teams can kind of fill in gaps. I obviously don't like that if, you know, you don't get playing time and you don't learn a, a team and how to build up and earn it. And uh, that aspect of people just bolting. But what really upset me, Doug, I didn't know if you noticed the coming out of Indiana, uh, Connor Basilak won the quarterback job. He's doing a decent job. I think they're three and three. But the backup quarterback, his name is Tuttle or Potter or something like that. He's already declared that he's entering the transfer portal <laughs> midway through the season. Jeez. I mean, he's not quitting. He's there, but he's the number two. So if somebody goes down, if Connor goes down, yeah. I mean, do you trust this guy? Do you even play him? Yeah. I mean, or you just give if, if he's already. I mean, if it, this is bad, I mean, I don't. I, I think it's a lack of class. I don't care if it's a year the day after the season ends. But don't declare in the middle of the year that you're definitely yeah. gone. You're you're one you're one fractured ankle or you know God forbid the baser lack or a concussion away from maybe proving yourself and winning the rest of the season. I just can't stand it. Yeah, yeah the uh, the uh, every, everything points back to the person. You know, it's it's what what, what can you do for me or what can I uh, you know what can I. Uh, get out of this and uh, the team uh, I think the word team hasn't been used for the last few years in in uh, college sports and it's it's a shame yeah and uh and, and again I was I want to read a little bit more I just got a hearsay coach Day said that kind of like uh he expects this whole train everything will seek its own water level and we'll be on another thing and you won't see these drastic shifts once teams get solid, I don't really understand what my friend was trying to tell me. He said, so I'm going to try to look it up at his press conference. But certainly, you know, he's he and Dabo Sweeney and uh, Nick Saban have had it their way for a long, long time. And they don't show any sign of letting up as far as the recruiting goes. Well, well the coach, coach's uh, security is uh, up. I've read uh, where there's... I read where there's 40, uh, 40 Division One coaches have uh, buyouts of at least ten million dollars, and of course the uh, the top top of that list is Kirby Smart at Georgia. If he if he is fired this year, he will receive one hundred and three million dollars. Holy moly! For not, do, for not doing his job, one hundred and three million dollars. How many people can uh, not do their job and get paid? Uh, you know. This parachute, so it's it's uh, unbelievable. And, and they said in the last, uh, I, since the playoff era, I think I stated a few weeks ago, there have been over $500 million paid to coaches and buyouts. Imagine all these student-athletes oh, that could yeah. have used that money. Yeah. And you look at Dan Mullen, who's very actually very close friends with my first cousin up in Indiana, Pennsylvania, via uh, their daughters. Dan's happy as a clam. He's doing that show, maybe CBS or one of them, and he's He's uh, doing a radio show with New Heisel and Childers every week. Mm-hmm. And I hope he's actually going to be on after the football season. We'll talk to him. But yeah, to your point is, you know, NFL is one thing. It's a good old boys network. But college, you know, if you don't buy into recruiting and you don't do the right. transfer portal, it's a 12-month strain yeah. and stress. Yeah. And all of a sudden you get out of that pressure cooker 
and yeah, you're enjoying life. Yeah, you recruit- know, I don't know why Urban wants to get back into it. I have no idea why he wants yeah, to get co- back into it. College sports now, it's, it's more than just the X's and O's. Uh, uh, the recruiting and the transfer portal are probably uh, – 75% of the job. If you don't have if you don't have the players, you're not going to have a good team. So, um, you know. Yeah. I re- and, and I said it before. I read, I remember listening to Rick Neuheisel. He said in the old days, when you got interviewed for a job, the first question was, if you want to be a head coach, how are you going to handle recruiting in this area? You know, make sure you have the local coaches with high school ties. Now the number one question, the first question they ask you is, how are you going to handle the transfer portal? Right. And that happened overnight now for all new jobs you know yep yep it's a, it's yeah. a different it's a different world in college sports here especially the last few years and i don't know what the future holds but uh, it's tre- trending uh, away from what uh, a lot of old school people like myself uh, you know remember so and what we like uh, what we like yeah yeah and it was just like uh, we talked earlier you know about problems down in magnolia and uh, neil called in down there i think i know who he is and said the problem are the parents when Coach Caesar was around, he just retired. None of that garbage would have happened. You know, he was a tough coach. Yep. He, 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 he knew and he was respected. And unfortunately, now you're just viewed as a meanie or a bully, especially if you're not winning. You know, you, oh, don't, yeah. you, don't, turn, you don't turn losing seasons around by being soft. You've got to turn them around by being tough, I think. You have to step up and yeah. be a leader. You have to yep. be a leader as yep. a coach. Yep, absolutely. So. You get the community rally around you. There's some other good games on today. I believe, uh, like we talked about Clemson, Syracuse, uh, Alabama, and Mississippi State has potential. Uh, we talked about WVU. We talked about um, uh, High State, obviously, not that tough a game. But what else do we have on slate today? You got Old Miss. Uh, you got Old Miss going into LSU. Old Miss now ranked seventh, seven and zero. Lane Kiffin um, going into Baton Rouge. That, but that's a 3.30 start, so it's not really Valley, or what do they call it, Death Valley. LSU is favored by two and a half points, so that's a trap game. It could be, yeah. LSU's tough place yeah, to yeah. play. Yeah. I know. And Kelly had them, after getting destroyed by Tennessee, Kelly had them rocking last week. We got Texas, Doug, you mentioned this, Oklahoma, at Oklahoma State. Yep. Uh, Texas struggled a little bit last week. Oklahoma State lost a close one. And Oklahoma State at home is a six-point underdog. Wow! Texas five and two, Oklahoma State five and one. So big, big time, big, big Twelve implications there. Brad Powell's just come back in, Doug. Calm down, but I think he wants to change clothes in front of me. I don't know. Oh. Um, I do. I do. Okay. Uh, UCLA, Oregon. We alluded to uh, Oregon's playing a lot better since they got crushed in the opening day. And uh, I'm trying to look. Purdue, Wisconsin. Uh, Purdue's five and two. Wisconsin's three and four. Uh, a lot of people expect Purdue to upset Wisconsin there, but I think uh, Doug and Ross, we got to talk about the job Brett Bielema's done at Illinois. Illinois yeah. looks like the old Wisconsin that Bielema coached up there, yeah. him and Barry, and they are they destroyed Minnesota. And you got to give Brett Bielema and all 450 pounds of them credit. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah. How do you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a big success. Big success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's doing great. Minnesota's at Penn State. For some reason, people are saying that Minnesota could upset him. Hangover, and uh, and I'm trying to figure out with Tanner Morgan not playing or maybe banged up, how that is even conceivable. 
unless Franklin's lost that team. Yeah. In a game you alluded to, uh, Kansas State at TCU, and TCU at home is a 3.5 favorite. That could be the best game of the day. Mm-hmm. Could be. You mentioned Penn State. You know their top receivers from Parkersburg High School, don't you? Uh, Stemple or what? I, don't think I knew that. Yeah, he, he was an all-state receiver at uh, Parker Parkersburg High, not Parkersburg South, Parkersburg High. But he went to Penn State, and he's doing real well. I've seen him a couple times on TV games. So. Yeah, and we got we forgot our local team. Pitt comes back in action against Louisville, and for some reason, Louisville's favored by two and a half at home. That's a night game, eight p.m. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that. Uh, That'll wrap it up, but I got a, a Ian had called me during break, and he was going down the track to put a little uh, amusement, uh, whatever, <laughs> a little back on. For amusement only, his, yes. His, his, his mother called him. His, his mother called him. Hold on, hold on. We had Barb, your, your wife's very rude. You know that? She's very rude. Okay. So, uh, is, no, would she like to be on the air? Is that what it is? Who's that? I, Brad's I'm wife. The true perspective of, of Brad Powell here. No, you're getting the truth. Brad, the truth, Powell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ian, Ian's on his way to track, and his mother calls him, Nancy, who you know, Ross, and says, uh, hey, can you get a uh, bet down for me? And he goes, Mom, I'm not going to get a bet down. You don't know anything about college football. And she's arguing with him. And he goes, all right, Mom. I'll get your bet down, and I'll even pay for it if you can name me three out of the top five teams in college football today. And she said, Ohio State, Georgia, and Tennessee. And Ian said, can you believe that? I said, <laughs> all right, Nancy. Your mouth is now. Uh, what's that? I said, all right, Nancy. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully she wins. <laughs> I, I hate to give graphics out there, but I got to embarrass Kyle. He is now putting Ohio State hoodie with the logo and all kinds of stuff on his feet. It's hey, cold. Hey, my game preparation. It's cold, isn't it? No. No, it's nice. There'll be 70 game up here. Oh, okay. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, he's not wearing any shoes, just the footies. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, shoot. But really a lot of great games um, going on uh, in the last couple of weeks. It's, we're in the second part of the season already. Uh, Doug, do you think WVU can get the 6-6? Six and six? Uh, it's going to depend on today. If they win today, I think they can. Um, you know, because uh, um, you know they've got they've got a couple toughies that I don't think they can beat. But uh, the other the other uh, four games, uh, they've got six games left. So uh, uh, there's two I don't think they can beat. But uh, there's four that I think they have a shot at beating. And it, it all depends on how they play on that day. I mean, it's so much balance in this conference that. Uh, you know, if they don't have the turnovers and uh, and the crazy penalties and uh, you know all that stuff and give up the big play in the secondary, uh, they have a shot. But uh, you know, it just depends on how they play on that day. And I think the uh, Donaldson is back. I think the running back. I yeah, think he should be. I heard he was. That, that helps their offense. So uh, so Mountaineer schedule. I'm assuming next week they play um, TCU. They play TCU a homecoming. Game. Are you thinking that's uh, one of the losses? That would be. That would be. Uh, they would definitely be an un, a solid underdog in that game. And then they go to Iowa State. They they can be favored there. Oklahoma at home. They can be favored there. Kansas State at home. They would probably be an underdog there. And then at Oklahoma State. Uh, probably underdog there. So that's yeah. – there's uh, there's like three 
you know, there's like three games that uh, they're definitely going to be a solid underdog, but the other, the other three, including today, See, I'm, I'm including today's game as, be, as being a winnable game. So I wonder what the under-over over-under is today in that game. It's got to be up there. Yeah. With two defense. Yeah, I'm not sure, but, I mean, I have it in front of me. But, you know, Tennessee gets a break with Tennessee Martin, and then they play Kentucky, uh, which may not look like it's going to be much of the game. But if Kentucky can ball control and run, and Tennessee is vulnerable to the run, and maybe catch a break with a turnover or two and keep Tennessee off the field. I think that a lot of people already are looking ahead that it could be a trap game. If it were in Lexington, I might buy it. It's in Knoxville. But real quickly, in the last few minutes. Yeah, we got um, a couple minutes before break. Uh, we have, let's go, High State, Alabama, Georgia. I guess the team up north, Tennessee. And I guess you can put Alabama, but I kind of have them seven. But they certainly are patching the eye test. We know Ohio State has not that great competition. We thought Notre Dame would be. Um, right now, I test everything for good competition. Who do you guys think is the overall number one team in college football right now? I hate to say it. <laughs> I think it's Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State's been the most impressive to me yeah. on, on viewing them on uh, on, uh, on, uh, the, on the TV games. I haven't seen them in person, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're on the air. But um, uh, High State's been the most impre- – uh, because of that explosive offense. I mean, yeah. And their defense is holding up enough. So I think they've improved. They've improved. And as I say, when your number one, your top receiver goes down and uh, the and two you, or three guys that replace him are just as good performance-wise, I mean, uh, you know, that, that speaks volumes right there. And, of course, uh, see, uh, what – what can you say about C.J. Stroud? I mean, gee, he's he's uh, he's arguably uh, you know the top contender for the Heisman Trophy right now. But a lot of things can change uh, with these big games coming up, and of course uh, the conference playoffs and then the, the national playoffs. You know, Doc, as a non-Buckeye fan, but a college football fan, I realize they have to play today, and they've got some other contests. But I, I'm already looking forward to the game against Michigan. Oh yeah. You know, I'm already looking forward to it. I think that's a that's an immovable object against uh, what what's that old saying? Irresistible force against an immovable object. Because Michigan's defense is really good, and uh, you got the the offense of Ohio State going against uh, the defense of Michigan, and uh, I think that'll be a battle. To, you know, I think any uh, college football fan would want to see that game. So, did you, Doc? We, we lost you for a minute or two. Did you hear what we had to say about the Buckeyes? No, I didn't hear who your picks were. Brad screwed up the phone. <laughs> well, we both agreed that right now we think Ohio State's number one. We think yeah. they're the best overall team. Um, and I, sta- I said test. while you were off, um, I said that as a non-Ohio State fan. I'm already looking forward to, and I know this is bad because they have games to play, but I'm already looking forward to Ohio State-Michigan. I already am. I want to see how they compare with the, the big blue bully up north. And I, I, well, at, least we, at least we have them in Columbus. And, by the way, you could talk about all the bad blood, but the thing that's going to stick with Ohio State was two, during that COVID year when Michigan didn't play. They didn't have COVID numbers that they could cancel a game, but they wouldn't come down to Columbus, and we almost missed the championship because we only played five games. Just one for you, 
Yeah, I think we'll be okay. FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. Experiencing a surge in pediatric respiratory illnesses. President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, tells ABC News. This is particularly problematic because as we get into the flu season, you might have a convergence of three significant respiratory illnesses at one time in children. Some of these illnesses right now include the flu and RSV, a respiratory virus. The doctors say telltale signs are when a child is physically laboring to breathe. The White House says it will find a decision from a federal appeals court that granted a request from the attorneys general of six Republican-led states to put a hold on the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness plan. ABC's Karen Travers has more from the White House. This is a major blow to a key policy that President Biden is campaigning on ahead of the midterm elections. About 22 million Americans have already applied through this relief program, and it's only been open for a week. And now it's not clear what this order means for those borrowers. The White House is still encouraging people to apply under this program. State is suing the federal government over the border issue, but there are signs the migrant surge is easing. Arizona is suing the federal government to keep more than 100 double-stacked shipping containers filling gaps along the U.S.-Mexico border near Yuma. It's Governor Doug Ducey's idea, Republican. Meanwhile, border crossings by Venezuelans plummeted in the first week of a new Biden administration policy to expel them to Mexico, say U.S. and Mexican officials, down by 90%. Venezuelans must arrive by air and apply for asylum at airports under the new rules. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Ukrainian officials say Russia is now attacking Ukraine's power infrastructure and it's caused blackouts in the country. You're listening. To ABC News. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending Uma and their all-in-one phone, video, and collaboration solution. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens Find Direct's coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost copays. <laughs> I can get down with that. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Find a plan that's right for you at walgreens.com slash Medicare. Portland's mayor unveiled a multifaceted plan to address the city's homeless and housing crisis. The mayor, Ted Wheeler, said... Those Portlanders who are unhoused and on the streets deserve our understanding, our compassion, and our help. He'll present his resolution to the city council Wednesday. It would ban camping on streets and move unhoused people to designated sites that would have services for food, hygiene, and treatment. 
Pfizer says that once the U.S. government stops buying its COVID-19 vaccines, it's going to begin charging $110 to $130 a dose. Drugmaker says people with private health insurance or those covered by government programs will most likely continue to pay nothing. It's a growing mystery in the wealthy enclave of Atherton, California, in the Silicon Valley. Landscapers found a car buried four feet under the garden of a $15 million mansion. Police in Atherton now confirming the car that's being excavated was a Mercedes convertible that was reported stolen in Palo Alto in 1992. How and why that car got buried behind a mansion isn't known yet, says Atherton Police Commander Dan Larson. We don't know if this is going to be a criminal investigation or if this will be a non-criminal investigation. Twice now, cadaver dogs have indicated there might be a faint scent of human remains, but so far no remains have been found in the car. The current homeowners bought the house only a few years ago. Alex Stone, ABC News. This is ABC News. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk. Actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. If you're an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Call 800-278-7455. 800-278-7455. Brian Clark, ABC News. Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power ranking to find out where your favorite team ranks. Go to WVMetroNews.com, click on the High School Sports tab, and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry. Available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine. Delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza. With an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh, I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey! Hey, buddy! Yeah! You got two course lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. 
Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 888-74-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 888-74-STEEL. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 888-74-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 888-74-STEEL. That's 888-747-8335. 888-74-STEEL. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. October is Fire Safety Month, and Menards has what you need to keep your home safe. For over 100 years, Kitta has been the home safety leader, helping you protect what matters most. From smoke and carbon monoxide alarms to fire extinguishers and more, Kitta home safety products keep your family protected from emergencies. All Kitta safety products are 11% off. Good through October 23rd, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. It might not feel like it now, but winter is right around the corner. If you've been thinking about getting away from the snow and traveling someplace warm this winter, check out RVUniverse.com. RVUniverse.com has thousands of pre-owned recreational vehicles to choose from, including motorhomes, travel trailers, fifth wheels, and all other types of campers and RVs. You can even apply for financing right on the site. Just go to RVUniverse.com and make your getaway dreams come true. Hello, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Mostly sunny skies, a pleasant day with a high near 63. The overnight low of 41 under mainly clear skies. Mostly sunny for your Saturday. Temperatures return to the low 70s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors.
up your chin strap and lace up your cleats. It's time for the Saturday morning sports huddle brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. The great Marvin Gaye. This is one of the Doc's selections. Uh, I prefer the uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival <laughs> edition of this, but this is a song that's been recorded by many oh, yeah. famous people and uh, bringing us in at the 11 o'clock hour here uh, on the Harris Sports Huddle. Reach us on the Frio and Stack Auction Service Hotline, 304-214-1600, toll-free 866-514-1600, or the text line, 304-214-1600. You can uh, also stream us on watchdognetwork.com or load up the TuneIn Radio app. Ross Johnston, Doug Huff here, going to carry the 11 to 11.30 segment i think we can handle about 20 minutes don't you and then it, uh, we'll go to sp nation sports between 11:30 and noon and then wvu pregame st- sets up the mountaineer game at three o'clock okay what you got what do you got doug we were talking well, about wvu hoops what else yeah. you have well wvu hoops uh you know <laughs> this is the time of the year where everything runs together you got uh, you know uh, nfl uh uh, you know, uh, game, uh, big games, college uh, games, uh, and baseball playoffs, hockey starting, college basketball getting ready to start. And, uh, you know, speaking of college basketball, uh, West Virginia opens up uh, Friday, Friday night at home. Uh, they have a, one of the, uh, that annual game for the uh, cancer uh, fund that uh, Coach Huggins started for his late mother. For his mom, yeah. Yes. And um, that's against Bowling Green, and uh, Bowling Green brings a local flavor. Uh, their uh, starting point guard uh, is uh, Caden Matheny from University High in Morgantown, and an OVAC player, uh, probably the greatest basketball player to come out of uh, University High. And um, he scored over 2,000 career points and uh, was All-State for three years and, and whatever. So, uh, But um, uh, he, uh, he's the point guard for uh, Bowling Green. I assume he, he was hurt a little bit last year. I assume he's still uh, he's back to normal. So, uh, uh, But uh, that'll be interesting to see how the Mountaineers do in, 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 in men's basketball. Uh, I know Coach Huggins uh, is probably uh, – uh, he saw the uh, preseason uh, – uh, poll of um, of coaches, of Big Twelve coaches, and they were picked ninth. Uh, so I, I think that's am- ammo or fodder for for him to fire up his troops. And uh, he, he's probably uh, yeah, he's probably sort of uh, not unhappy that he was picked ninth. But I don't think he thinks he's going to fi- finish ninth. I think he thinks he's going to have a pretty good team. At least uh, his comments. Um, uh, this year uh, so far, uh, usually uh, you know he's uh, downplays uh, some of the things, but uh, he has so many new pieces, and, and I think he's got nine new players. So uh, everything's sort of up in the air. Of course, one of the uh, players is a returning player, Emmett Matthews, who was a starter uh, three years ago um, for the Mountaineers, and then he transferred back home to wish state of Washington on the West Coast, and now he's back at the finish up his career with the Mountaineers, so we'll see how that goes. So nine new players on the roster for Coach Huggins, and uh, he, he, I think he's sitting back like a sly old fox. <laughs> yes. He's just uh, chomping at the bit saying, okay, ninth. Uh, yeah, I think there's probably something hanging in the bulletin or, or on the wall there in the locker room oh, to yes. remind the kids that uh, Big 12 doesn't think very much of them. Of course, they're not a team yet because you have to do it on the floor with all these nine new kids, but uh, – 
when he sits back and says he's you know I, I like where we are and I, I like these new kids. It seems like they've bought into the program. It's going to be fun to watch. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting season. We'll see how that goes with all the new guys. And, uh, you know, um, he's uh, uh, Bob uh, seems to get the most out of what he has. And, and he, uh, at least according to his, the early reports, he seems to think he has the right pieces. Now, if he can put them all together and put them you know, a, a cohesive unit, uh, I think we're going to see a pretty good – I don't think we're going to see a ninth-place uh, Big 12 team on the floor at the end of the year. So um, we'll see how that goes, how it plays out. Yeah, and what a tough um, schedule they have as far as um, yes. non-conference. Uh, they may have one of the toughest schedules in the country. Yeah. Um, but just by being in the Big 12, you're go- I don't care if you can't play 10 or 11 cupcakes in your non-conference mm-hmm. – you're still going to have about 18 games to deal with in the Big 12 where you can be facing a TCU team that hasn't won a bunch of games and go on the road, and you're in trouble. Yes. Um, but their their games, uh, they they their first official games on November 7th, they yep. Mount St. Mary's is in town, 7 p.m. start, and then backyard um, brawl on Friday, November 11th. Got to go to Pittsburgh, Pitt. yep. And then they take on Moorhead State. On the fifteenth of November, and then Penn comes down into town on the eighteenth, and Purdue on the twenty fourth, and then they're out there in that tournament out west. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you, you can't forget some team named Gonzaga's in that tournament. Yeah, and Duke also, I believe. <laughs> yes, so they could be facing Duke or Gonzaga or yes. possibly both, depending on how well they do early in the season. Yes, um, they take on Xavier in December on the on uh, December third. Navy comes into town on December 7th, uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham on the de- December 10th, and then Buffalo on the 18th, um, Stony Brook on the 22nd, and um, they start conference play after Christmas on oh, New Year's Eve, 1231. Yep, no Eve. time determined yep. at, Kansas State, at Kansas State. Right. So they'll be, where is that, Lawrence? That's not Lawrence. Where, where is uh, Kansas State? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they'll be partying that night, it sounds like. Hopefully, they'll have a win. Well, and then, Bob uh, coached there. Bring in the new year. Bob yeah, coached there one year before he came to West Virginia. Michael Beasley, back. right? That was his yes. star player. Yes, yeah. And uh, then he turned it over to Frank Martin, uh, you know, his assistant coach. Of course, Frank Martin then went to South Carolina later on and whatever. But uh, the um, – uh, so that's it's going to be an interesting year. As I say, uh, there's so much movement and there's so much you know new new pieces to the puzzles on all these teams, and it's really hard to get a gauge on a lot of them, especially in preseason before they've even taken the court. But uh, you know, um, the um, uh, I know as I said, as we mentioned earlier, p- being picked tw- a ninth in the big uh, Big Twelve, uh, that that's sort of going to be a bulletin board material, I think, for uh, Coach Huggins uh, this year, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So, now the big transfers in were the was an Eric Stevenson. Stevenson, yes, he tra- transferred in, and of course, Trey Mitchell. Yes, from Texas. Yes, um, which if I remember correctly, he's tortured WVU yes. a couple yes. times on the other side. He, so no, he's, yeah, he's, I'm glad he's on <laughs> our side this time. Yeah, get the right uniform on this time. And so. of course, Emmett Matthews, Kedrian Johnson, a holdover. Yeah, Kedrian Johnson. Oh, they've got player. a couple. Uh, um, 
JUCO transfers as well. Yeah. Nine new players on the roster this year. Yeah, they got a they got a seven footer coming in or a six eleven or whatever. So it's, it's supposed to be a shot blocker and uh, a, a defensive type uh, player, a presence underneath, which uh, you know they've missed for a couple years since Culver's have been going. So uh, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how. I, I mean, you know, yeah. You, you can only go on what reports you see, and uh, it's it's hard to get a, a gauge. I hate to make a prediction on how they're finished because it's so many new parts and uh, and uh, whatever, and uh, for every team, so <laughs> it's a, it's a crapshoot anyway. Yeah, with the transfer portal, yes. you just, sometimes you have to you have to keep the scorecard. That's right. You don't <laughs> you don't know who's, you don't know who's going to show up until they come out of the tunnel. So <laughs> that's right. Who's going to play? Which is, by the way, is one of my favorite moments in sports when they roll out the carpet. Roll out the carpet, And the team yes. runs out. That's one of my favorite moments. It's yeah. a, so it should be interesting. Like you said, uh, one of the greatest times of the year if you're a sports fan because everything's colliding yeah, at everything's once. Everything's here. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, this time of the year, you know, you got every sport. You know, you got baseball. You got college football. You got the NFL football. You got hockey. You got, you know, everything. You know, uh, everything's coming together here, either the start or the finish of, uh, of different sports at uh, this time of the year. So. Uh, have you had a chance to – we talked early in the first hour about baseball, but have you a chance to watch any of the playoff series? I've watched some of it. Uh, I watched uh, I watched Aaron Judge uh, strike out four times in one game. <laughs> right. <laughs> After striking out three the night before. So he, he's uh, – He's he's of course I've, I followed his uh, uh, quest for the you know sixty two uh, regular season home runs a little bit at the end. I, I mean I didn't watch uh, much of it up till uh, uh, till things got interesting here. But uh, uh, last few regular season games and and um, you know the playoffs, some of the key playoff games. I could try to catch you. Uh, you know, as many as I can in between the football. I like football probably as much as anything. So. Uh, uh, if there's a good game, as I say, last weekend with all those yeah, there good was, games, I mean, holy cow, you couldn't get away from the TV set because you turn one channel on, you you know, you saw this game going down to the end, then you turn over and you saw another game going down. You say, holy cow, what's going on here? Usually there's only one or two good games on. Hell, it was like uh, seven or eight good games on TV last weekend. So to watch. Absolutely. Um, just to catch folks up tonight at Major League Baseball. So if you are a big football fan and a big baseball fan, you got a couple of decisions to make today as uh, the Astros, who lead the series, which is a little bit surprising to me, they lead the series 2-0. Go into the Bronx and take on the Yankees at 5.07 is the first pitch. Mm -hmm. Garrett Cole getting the ball for the Yankees. That's probably good for New York, I would think. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, I mean, uh, Garrett Cole's an excellent pitcher. Uh, uh, funny thing, the only time I've seen Garrett Cole pitch in person was at Indianapolis when he was rehabbing. Uh, when he was with the Pirates, he was he was sent down to rehab and get his arm back in shape or whatever. And uh, uh, I saw him pitch and came out there. I was on a bus tour, and we stopped at Indianapolis for uh, for uh, one of the games and. Uh, and uh, so he, he just happened to be pitching that day for Indianapolis. Of course, that's the that's the um, farm club of the Pirates. Uh, ironically, they they kept their nickname from the previous uh, team. They, they were the Indianapolis Indians. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah, they still keep that. I think, as far as I know, they uh, they still were the Indians when Garrett Cole was playing for them. But uh, but they're the Pirates Farm Club. Uh, you know, uh, so. Uh, and that was unique, I thought, in that you know when we when we saw that game. So, yeah, the uh, other pitcher on the mound for in that game for 
uh, Houston is Christian Avier, right-handed pitcher, big guy, mm-hmm. throws it hard. But uh, I, you got to give the edge, I think, to Garrett Cole in that I game. Do. He's yeah. a tremendous competitor. If he has even decent stuff, I I give the edge to the Yankees. Yeah, in that I would game. too. Yeah. So in the other game, um, game four, with the Philly. Uh, with Philadelphia leading the series two to one, it's the Padres and the Phillies. That is a seven forty-five mm-hmm. um, p.m. first pitch, and the pitching matchup has Mike Clevenger uh, for San Diego going against uh, Bailey Fader. So that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, waiting for Manny Machado to break out, yes, or, or someone for uh, as the Phillies take an edge there. They win that game they're pretty much in the driver's seat as you know not too many teams come back from the 3-1 deficit no philly's got so much firepower there i mean you're you're leading off with a leading home run hitter in the national league uh you know kyle schwarber but uh and then you got and then you got bryce harper batting fourth i mean yeah i mean two of your first four batters are two of the best uh hitters uh you know power hitters in the league are in major league baseball so, uh, uh, but Harper's having an exceptional uh, postseason, and uh, you know, and uh, I just see, you know, they 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 look pretty strong. If their pitching comes through, the Phillies might have a have a shot there. So, it's shaping up to be interesting. So, two baseball games today, and a full NCAA football slate, and then tomorrow, of course, the NFL. Yep. Starting off with the Steelers, a surprise winner last week. What did you think of that last week? That was uh, well, uh, everybody was kind uh, of an eyebrow uh, raiser, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was to me. Uh, uh, you know, I think to a lot of people, uh, you know, when uh, when Tom Brady comes to town, he has uh, like a twelve to three edge over you over the years, and and uh, your and your team's not playing uh, really up to up to their normal standards. Uh, you know, you, uh, but uh, somehow they got it done, and uh, Brady didn't have a very good game. Yeah, so, he uh, didn't. I heard. He, he, I mean, he was just off. It wasn't the same Tom Brady. I no, <laughs> and um, he, a couple bad looks. I heard earlier in the week that like for two practices he didn't practice with them. Is that right? I don't know. He was okay. like off site or whatever. And then, uh, of course, him screaming at the lineman yesterday. Oh, yeah. last week during he, that game he was, was not bark, a bad He look. was barking a lot more than I've seen him. Uh, of course, <laughs> as successful as he's been, he didn't have, have that <laughs> too many reasons to bark at him. But he did. Uh, he did Sunday. So. I mean, just think how, how mad he would have been if Watt was playing. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Watt would have been in his kitchen the whole yeah, night. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if Watt comes back and uh, you know what their defense will do. You know, because that, that's the first game that they won without Watt. Well, didn't I hear that um, he? had knee surgery as well uh, i heard he had like a, something cleaned up on his na- yeah, ankle or his knee i don't know what the extent of that was or you know how yeah he, he i heard he did have in, uh, a knee surgery so yeah so the steelers play the dolphins um tomorrow of course everybody's going to be looking to see who the well, quarterback the, for the dolphins is going to be tomorrow the, night that's sunday the late night. game that's sunday night game yeah, yeah um two said he was going to come back but have they made an announcement yet they haven't have they i haven't seen anything official they say everything uh unofficial is he's going to be playing so uh it'll be interesting to see how that goes so yeah, that keeps the steelers honest as far as yes. preparation goes yes other games you got going on in the nfl thank falcons at Bengals. the Falcons are three and three, and so are the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to come through here. I mean, uh, they uh, they were sort of slow starters last year, you remember, and uh, you know got off the snide and uh, 
got going uh, late in the season and of course went all the way to the Super Bowl. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know if they have that in them this year, but uh, at least they have some uh, precedent there to, uh, you know, to work on. So. And the next game, Lions at Cowboys, um, is Dak Prescott back? I don't know. Uh, Cooper Rush. I never. Has anybody ever heard of Cooper Rush before? <laughs> before I've heard we started the, I heard the for, name. I thought it was yeah. a cool name, but I didn't. Yeah, even know, I thought he was a wide receiver at first. <laughs> Cooper Cup, I guess. Who Cooper Cup. So you're thinking of you? You got the uh, Colts three two and one at the Titans tomorrow. They're three and two. That's a pretty good uh, yeah. in conference uh, or in division yeah. game. Derrick Henry. He's still. Uh, Still around, he's isn't a he? Beast. What a beast! Uh, Still, Mr. Stiff Arm. He, he's perfected that stiff arm. I'm, and what I'm looking at here is the schedule. It has the nicknames, and I'm not going to say the second nickname. <laughs> also got Packers at Washington. No, <laughs> uh, Washington's got more troubles in front office, and probably he's going to own their team here, or so whatever. See so. if the Buccaneers can bounce back as they travel to Carolina, take on the one and five Panthers. Ba- Baker Mayfield three and three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think Cleveland's. Everybody's finding out it, it's it wasn't Cleveland with <laughs> Baker. Um, then you got the Giants uh, five and one, surprising five and one at the two and four Jaguars. Yeah, uh, interdivisional game Browns, which they pretty much need to win this game at the Ravens three yes. and three. Browns are two that, and four. That, that's an interesting matchup there because yes. that, that's going to have a lot of implications that down the road here. So, so you got Jet, and then the Jets. Who are four and two? The Jets are four and two at the two, and four, Bron- yeah. two and four Broncos under resurgent uh, Russell Wilson, who played a really good game his last game. Yeah, I mean after he a couple take- a couple stinkeroos for him, uh, and then and then he comes back. Strong. He was taking some heat too. Wasn't oh, he? he was. Yeah, he's taking big time heat out there. I mean. Uh, they had uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe this when I when I read this that uh, the local radio station <laughs> that carried their games for uh, that one Monday night game they had it was a really bad game and uh, they said they apologized to their listeners for <laughs> for bringing <laughs> bringing the Chiefs game on the radio so we apologize for you having to bear with us uh, showing that uh, the Chiefs have and of course they pointed to Russell Wilson as one of the reasons for that so. So your remaining games, Texans at the Raiders, 4 o'clock start in Las Vegas. Raiders struggling at both teams, really. Texans 1-3-1, yeah. Raiders 1-4. And, and then you have um, Seattle at the Chargers, Seattle 3-3, three and three, the um, Los Angeles Chargers 4-2. and two. See how Geno Smith keeps going. I think he's leading the league in, winning, in uh, passing percentage. Well, that first completion. half he had, I can't remember who against him. Yeah, I think he's still. He was uh, going in the last week. He was leading the league in, uh, in uh, you know, uh, to the top. Uh, the quarterback uh, rating? Or? Yeah, top, no, top completion percentage, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a very accurate thrower, you know. So it's uh, I'm glad to see it for him because he's – He'd been sort of a journeyman the last few years, but he was a starter for the Jets when he first came up. So, And then you got uh, the marquee game, late uh, afternoon game tomorrow is the Kansas City Chiefs at the 49ers, which 49ers, all this hoopla about Garoppolo, and they're doing yeah, being yeah. great. They're only 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, I know. So I see that's I, a pretty big uh, yeah. game for both teams. Yes. And then Monday night, you have the two and four Bears at the three and three Patriots. Not the greatest matchup, but mm-hmm. hey, it's Monday night. What else are you going to do? <laughs> Playoff baseball or NFL yes. football? Yep, that's what we're down to. Yeah. That's right. Um, let's see what else we got going on. The Penguins 
started their season. Yeah. I know they picked up a win against Los Angeles earlier this week. They take on the Columbus Blue Jackets in Columbus tonight at 7 o'clock. That's the night, huh? The night, the night of the high state football game in the afternoon and Blue Jackets at home at night. Yeah, that's okay. what, the, what you said. If well, you're a sports fan and you can't find something to do right now. Did you hear about the Philadelphia when, when the Phillies were playing that playoff game? They said within three, uh, three or four block area, there was Temple football, Phillies baseball, and a major concert. I forget who, the, who was appearing in the concert, but they had three major, uh, uh, you know, big crowds for all three of those, I guess. Uh, you know, it was a te- home Temple football game at the same time that the Phillies were playing a playoff game. And there was a major concert within like a couple blocks away from someplace. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I wonder how the park, I wonder how the, uh, where are the same traffic jams in, <laughs> in Philadelphia that night? So, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting how all that stuff works out. And, of course, with playoffs and things, you, and things preset for, uh, you know, dates and times and things. And, you know, uh, that happens a few places. So, Penguins are top of the Metropolitan Division, tied with the New York Rangers now at seven points. Their record, this one always gets me too, because they have that third column in hockey. Wins, yeah. losses. OTL, yeah. overtime losses. Overtime losses. Which, yeah. if you go to overtime, you get a point. Yeah. If you win in overtime, you get yeah. two. Yes. So, yeah. But they're three zero and one right now, and off to a good start. And playing Columbus tonight. Um, and of course, we'll find out uh, Ohio high school playoff. Yes. Um, matchups will be determined what in the next day or two, right? I would say probably about Tuesday they would be uh, released. I don't, you know, exact time. I don't know when when they plan that, but that, I would expect it no later than Tuesday. Yeah. So we should have several te- area teams. Uh, St. Clairsville looks really really good yes. in, in their respective rankings. Steubenville, of course. Uh, yeah. Even Shadyside looks like they'll get in fifteenth uh, or fourteenth. Of course, you got up. Barnesville and Edison. They're unbeaten. Yeah, they, you know they're going to be high. We would be yeah. remiss in not mentioning both Barnesville and Edison and congratulating them on perfect yes. regular seasons. It's tough Something to do. doesn't happen very often. I know in Barnesville's case, the last time they were perfect, the guy who's the coach was playing at that t- at yes. that time, yes. Coach of Barnesville. Right. And they, uh, as I say, uh, it's Edison's first ever uh, uh, 10-0 season. And, of course, uh, the only unbeaten team left on the West Virginia side is Cameron. So, uh, you know, uh, that, that speaks volumes on, on all three of those programs there, That uh, what they've done. Uh, I mean, it's it's not an easy road to go unbeaten in, in, uh, in high school sports anymore. But, uh, uh, you know, you got so many things to deal with, schedules and uh you know, transfers and injuries and uh, whatever. So, uh, right. you know, it's just so many things, so many unforeseen things. You know, you can't really look too far down the road on, on a lot of these teams and sports and say, yeah, well, this team's going to be there and that. And a lot of things can change over the you know period of time. So, And we'll find out what's uh, going to happen with Wheeling Central as the no yes. contest game in Magnolia. I don't know how it's going to affect their ranking. The loss last night's going to drop them down a little bit. And they'll probably have to. Uh, they'll probably get a home game, first round. But they they're probably looking at one away game, yes. somewhere. And and of course it depends on where it is and the field conditions. I hope that SSC AC steps in, and uh, there's no mo- more mud bowls. No. Um, no. In this day and age, I mean, some of the highlights I watched this... last night on Channel Nine. It's kind of interesting to see the the grass 
fields, the old time where the, like the, yeah. uh, reminds me of old Weir Stadium, yes. Jim Carrey Stadium, where a lot of the, the fans would collect in the end zones and sit around, stand on the outside yeah. of the fences and things yeah. like that. I just love that. But when it comes down to me in the playoffs, uh, Ohio does it right. You, you get a home game the first round. If you get a home game the second time, and then from then on, it's neutral neutral sites. I noticed I noticed on uh, some of the t- uh, TV highlights for Barnesville's home games, they, they have fans standing uh, behind. Yeah. The, and 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 what I got a kick out of was when when a guy <laughs> scored a touchdown, he's high fiving, he's high fiving. Yeah, because the they're fans. right they're right there. Yeah, they're standing right at the end line. Yeah, they're standing right at the end line there. And uh, so they high-fived uh, a few fans after they scored a touchdown. I guess, you know, that's uh, if that's the way they set it up and it's uh, okay with, uh, you know, the pe- the players and the teams, that's fine. But it's just sort of another, uh, another interesting thing that happens and when they have situations like that. So, Yeah, one thing I'd like to mention also is, is – um, Condolences to the Swift family in Glendale as uh, Kathy Swift, my classmate. She was Queen of Queens at John Marshall and the Queen of Queens winner in 1981. Mm. Um, passed away suddenly this week. Oh, yeah, she's my age, 59. Oh, so boy. definitely wanted to mention that. We mentioned it last night on the football broadcast. Mm. Um, brings you back to reality. And yes. Enjoy your life today. Yes. The way it's got to be. Right. Well, what else have we got in the world of sports? Golf. It's off-season in golf, right? Just much well, of I see some of the, uh, there's some comments on that LIV uh, thing. Uh, you know, uh, a couple guys have come back to the PGA from that. They were, I forget who, which one's wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm, I lose track of some of those names, but uh, the uh, a couple of them come back, and, of course, they're, you know, they're, uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be like uh, some of these uh uh, offshoot football leagues that uh, come and go. You know they they're around for two or three pro years and then they then they depart the scene and whatever they couldn't make it. I don't know, but uh, you know that that LIV tournament's got so much money behind it with uh, you know the Saudis and all that stuff and uh, uh, it's a it's a money driven uh, money driven uh, pro league is what. So, it, what yeah, it, we should have Gus on here, Mahalis, yes, and yeah. uh, talk to him about it. Uh, the way it's set up now, if you're LIV, you're not PGA, right? Exactly. PGA That's doesn't want you. No. They're not going to let you do both. No. So um, it's you have a you choice. One or the other. Yeah. You, you have a you have a choice to make. And the thing I I think I saw earlier this week is the chairman of that LIV, uh, the man with the money, basically said we're going to create our own majors, which to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that statement because to me in the majors you got to have the world's however many 85 people or 85 players whatever you got to have the top 85 in there with a couple amateurs um if you have this LIV situation where they're creating these massive golf tournaments and they're going to try to tout them as majors in my opinion it will be diluted because you won't have a field like yeah. that well, you know, and you can't like, take away from the Masters, the U.S. No, Open, the PGA, no. and, and or the Open. You just no, can't. Those those no. are the big the big ones, and those even are the four big ones, no matter how you look at it. So, you know, they're they're going <clears> to <throat> try to tout that as um, whatever, but the, still, um, I think the uh, the PGA still has an, enough uh, enough uh, credibility to uh, to be the 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 uh, pro uh, pro golf uh, situation now. So. Yeah, I like uh, um, the fact that some of the guys, like Roy McIlroy and those guys, have, have been outspoken. Yeah. 
and uh, they they see it as something that's threatening the game, and so do I. I'm not yeah. saying it's bad for the game, but if we have, end up having yeah. diluted fields for the majors, that's going to be bad for the game. Yes, yeah. It's, uh, well, you know, that's stuff you have to deal with now when you have uh, all of this money involved in pro sports, and, uh, you know, you get these offshoots and uh, whatever, and uh, – and the and usually the people that go to these offshoots are the ones that are not uh, winning a lot in, in the other ones. So, you know, if you're if you're winning, that everything's fine. If you're not winning, uh, you're looking elsewhere. So, well, I know we we uh, chatted a bit about not talking about the NBA, but we should probably mention one thing. Joe Mazzulla is 2-0 as head coach of the Boston Celtics. Oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> remembers Joe from his WVU days. Of course, he was a coach at Fairmont State, too, uh, before he went up to Boston. But uh, he's, he's a New Englander, New Englander anyway. You know, he's from New England originally. And, uh, uh, you know, he's won a couple games. And uh, he just was in the right – the old saying, the right place at the right time. He was assistant coach and uh, – Head coach, he gets removed and he moves up. For, so we'll see if he, uh, how he, how he does this season because you know he's obviously he would would like to have that per, as a permanent job as a, he's the interim head coach. But uh, uh, he's a fireball and uh, yeah, that's how he played and uh, how he coaches and uh, you know so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But that's interesting that uh, you know. He, and Mike Ganzi's a big, uh, another former WV is player. Is he GM somewhere? GM in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's uh, he's he moved up the ranks there in administration, not not in the coaching, but uh, yeah, he, he came back. I saw him at uh, one of the home WV games. He came back last year for one of those things, and uh, but uh, so some of these guys are um, you know are really having. Uh, uh, you know, uh, success in outside the plane things. Now, we had a West Virginian who was uh, the general manager of the Celtics for several years and then went down to Memphis as the general manager. His name is Chris Wallace. He's from um, Buchanan. He didn't go to WVU, but he's from Buchanan. He, I think he went to Kansas for a few years, University of Kansas. But he, uh, he um, uh, that's that's pretty, pretty uh, good company if you're uh, – in the pro uh, pro administration field, and you're the general manager of the Boston Celtics for uh, I don't know 15 years maybe, and uh, then went to become the general manager of the Memphis Grizzlies. So, uh, uh, but he, he's a he's a Buchanan native, and uh, a lot of people know him in, in, inside the state of West Virginia. It's in sports. So, yeah, the only thing I'm I'm a little concerned about Joe Mazzulla's success in the NBA is I kind of had my heart set on him being uh, Bob Huggins' successor whenever <laughs> Coach Huggins hangs it up, and will he re would he really take a step from yeah. the NBA to the college well, ranks? Oh, Rick Rick Bettino did. Remember uh, he, Larry Brown? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, Larry Brown's been everywhere. He, he was like a yo-yo. <laughs> yeah, he's been everywhere. But yeah, Rick Pitino was up in the you know pro coach of the Celtics, and then uh, came back uh, to uh, you know Louisville and whatever. And he was at Can Kentucky and Lu and Louisville both as a head coach. And uh, you know, uh, so it's you know these guys. Some of these guys jump around. There's not too many of them, but uh, you know. I mean, we have no idea. How long do you think Coach Huggins will continue? Uh, I think health-wise is going to be, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be the determiner for him. He, he could probably feel he can coach another four or five years. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating. I, I don't have any inside information on that or whatever. 
But uh, and I don't think too many people really in Morgantown that know Bob better than I do. Uh, that uh, how long he's going to be around. But uh, but he's uh, you know he had some health issues uh, and you know back in what five or six years ago. And uh, but I, he hasn't. I haven't heard anything more about uh, any of those things now. So maybe he's got past those and got over them. But. Uh, He's as long as he can get out and get on the sidelines and uh, bark at the officials and bark at the players. I think he'll be around for a while. So. Right, he'll be sitting on that stool for several more years. Oh yeah, that stool that stool needs uh, some more attention there. I mean, you think it needs reupholstered. <laughs> <laughs> have to get. He might have to get a, uh, a, a, a not a gold plated one, but uh, maybe one a specialized one for uh, for his recent honors and stuff. So. Right. Plus. Uh, I like the fact he got inducted this year into the yeah. college basketball, yeah. um, the Naismith uh, Hall of Fame, because he won't have to answer that question anymore. Yes, or, you know, that, that always hanging comes over, up. Hanging yes. over his head. Yeah, so the, he's got that beside him, and he'll be four bo- full bore a week from t- last night. Yes. They open up against Bowling Green in an exhibition game. Doesn't Ex- count yes. against the record. Right. Um, for the, um, what was her name, Norma? Norma May Huggins. Norma May Huggins yeah. um, Charitable Foundation. Yes. For cancer, so he's but, raised a lot. There's been a lot of money raised for that. They raised, I I that's over millions of dollars. Well, the, fish many, fry, the fish fry last yeah. year, I think they set a record of two million dollars. And <laughs> unbelievable. I, we've been talking about going to that. I want to go to that at least one time. I, it's expensive. Yeah, it's like seventy five bucks a ticket or something yeah. like that. But still. Yeah, you'd be rubbing elbows with people oh, that yeah. you've that well, he, you know. he brought some of the other coaches. I mean, Calipari was there one time, and uh, Bill Self. Bill was Self there was there last one, year. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's and had he had, some uh, of the, uh, he had Portnoy from uh, um, yes from Barstool uh, Sports. Barstool Sports. He was yes. there last year. So uh, yeah. I will look that up. Maybe uh, we can get a gang of us to go down yeah. the next year. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, what else we got? We made it to eleven forty-four. That's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Should we sign off and say goodbye to everybody until next week? Uh, yeah, well, Do- Doc's enjoying himself in Columbus getting ready for the sacrificial lamb coming in over there. So. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah. Um, and Mike went up to a coach pitch game. Is that yes. what he had? Yes, that's what he had. Some personal stuff there with his son. So Has the time been determined for next week's WVU game? That's something no. We, that's what he it's, got to look They're at. on that six-day uh, six window or yeah, whatever so, they call it. Uh, so uh, that's a homecoming game, too, for WVU. So, uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. They haven't had a noon game yet. No. At home. So I'm kind of surprised. So we'll we'll plan on being here next week, 9 to noon, on the Harris uh, Sports Huddle, Harris Law Office Sports Huddle. Um, And if not, it'll be because we're being preempted by the West Virginia pregame. So for Doug Huff and for – Doc Georges at Columbus, Mike Florak and Parts Unknown right, somewhere on a coach pitch game, uh, and, and myself, Ross Johnston. We want to wish everybody a great weekend. Uh, appreciate you tuning in to the Harris Sports Huddle. And, of course, uh, check the website out for games next week. I know we're doing Lindsley at John Marshall, which that's going to be a tough one for the Monarchs. Um, but anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us here on the Harris Sports Huddle. This Saturday, we'll hopefully see you next week here on WKKX. See you later.
Tomorrow's innovators, teachers, caregivers, researchers, leaders, and creators all have one thing in common. They started out just like you. At West Liberty University, you are the focus. This is a place where you will gain the skills, knowledge, and confidence to change your life and the world around you. It all starts here, with you. Visit westliberty.edu to start your journey. It's all here at West Liberty University. Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power rankings. To find out where your favorite team ranks, go to WVMetroNews.com. Click on the High School Sports tab and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Show us what you got. This is Chris Lawrence inviting you to send us a picture of your big bug, big fish, or even your little ones for the Hoodoo Sports Trophy Photo Contest. From now through the end of January, we're going to be posting those pics on the outdoors page of WBMetroNews.com for the whole world to see. And everybody who submits goes into the monthly drawing for some cool prizes from Hoodoo Sports, including the grand prize, a Hoodoo Fishing Kayak. Submit your pic at the outdoors page of WBMetroNews.com. And remember, if it's a trophy to you, it's a trophy to us. Complete your projects with 11% off everything at Menards. Save time and adhere the savings with Loctite. Power Grab Heavy Duty Construction Adhesive has a zero second instant grab. A nine ounce tube is $4.44 after 11% rebate. Stop in and explore our huge selection of sealants. Now all 11% off at Menards. Good through October 23rd, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Going back to our discussion about the Chicago Bears in my first training camp, is the players who came back from the war, whether they served statewide or overseas, they were different. They had seen a lot of things before most young men, you know, today or, or even 30, 40 years ago, unless you went to Vietnam. Uh, they saw so many things that when they came back, they, they, even at the age of 24, 25, when you think you're still kind of a kid, they were, they were men. They'd seen awful things. They, they knew awful things. They knew about life and death, all, all the things. And when they came on the field, it was all business. They kid a little bit. Guys kid more so today, too. That's the one thing I did notice about, about players then. They would kid, but it was, Really old business. You wouldn't hear any music. You wouldn't hear any of the things that is part of the natural makeup of the NFL today. What you did is we're coming out. It's almost like, you know, the platoon sergeant, whether it was George Hollis or whomever it was. 
It was the head coach. It was like, all right, out here, let's get going. That's it. And that's what it was. And in the middle of all that, I, I still say, Sid Luckman and Charlie Trippy are two of the best people I've ever met. But talking about Charlie Trippy, you, you mentioned, you know, some of his teammates, Paul Christman, Elmer Angsman, you know, they were part of that original million dollar backfield. Trippy and, and Angsman were the halfbacks. And now we're talking about the technology and the terms of those days. You had a fullback, you had the left halfback, you had the right halfback. And you had Trippy and Angsman, it was the golden backfield. And uh, Pat Harder was the fullback, and Chrisman was the quarterback. That was a tremendous team. I, I don't know what, I mean, the Eagles ended up beating them and then going on their run. The Eagles were in it for three years, and the Cardinals were in it for two years. And I swear that if the Cardinals had won that, that game that they lost 7 nothing in a driving snowstorm, things might have been different. But again, the, the, the powers then were, were the Bears, the Cardinals, the Eagles, and then the Rams. Think about that. And then followed by the Cleveland Browns. You'll never get that today. There are no powers because there are 32 teams. And like you said, the rosters were even smaller. 33 um, players. Back then. So you had to be not just the cream of the crop. You had to be the cream <laughs> of the cream of the crop back in those days and play multiple positions like charlie charlie trippy ended up playing quarterback he was halfback i believe he played some defensive back in the nfl he did he did you you had you had to think about even like the, one of the greatest quarterbacks of his time sammy ball he was the best punter in football and he played defensive back and led the ball nfl ball? in interceptions as a defensive back <laughs> Yeah. I mean, when you when you think about it and people say, well, the game's much bigger, faster, quicker, I agree with all of that. But you couldn't be just a specialist then. You had to be able to do it all. All right, thanks so much to Upton for those great memories of Charlie Trippy. And just to let you know, there's going to be an Upton Bell collection at the University of Massachusetts at Amherst. I'll give you... A little bit more information about that, plus an event happening next Saturday, at which Upton will be speaking. When we return to the Game Before the Money on the SportsMap Radio Network, visit thegamebeforethemoney.com and check out the Game Before the Money podcast. Where are jobs in radio given out? They're not given out on a college campus. No, they're given out in the real world, at real radio stations. And to get a job, you need to know people. That's where Radio Connection comes in. Most schools train you on campus. Radio Connection gives you the opportunity to learn from professional mentors in real radio stations. They've put their private classrooms in these places so you can apprentice under professionals. And as you learn, you're making connections and gaining access to the people that are doing the hiring. This is not the promise of a job, no. But it is a promise to get you as close to the action and opportunities as possible. If COVID is a concern, no problem. You can learn from a radio professional via remote learning tools as well. This is education reimagined to keep you out of debt as you learn in real-world settings. Interested? Visit RadioConnection.com for more information today. That's RadioConnection.com. Wake up, call. 
Jimmy Garoppolo, who's gotten to the Super Bowl. You may not like how he did it, but he was the quarterback of the team that did it, that got there. You know what he is? He is the nickelback of quarterbacks. Nobody listens to nickelback except the people who listen to nickelback. It's like nobody wants to admit that maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is actually pretty good at this. Because the numbers don't really show that. Wake up call with Tony D and Ron Colver. Weekday morning from 7 to 11 Eastern. If you're missing the cash-in with Jason Page, then you're missing this. There are certain athletes that have sort of carte blanche to do whatever they want just because they're really good at what they do. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. He knows how to throw a football really well. That's it. If he couldn't do that, nobody would be putting up with his BS. Rodgers was on Pat McAfee today. Went after Colin Coward for mocking him for this this hallucinogen that he used. Yeah, I'll call it a drug. You want to get mad at me, get mad. But to come after the media for simply critiquing the drug you took, it's silly. They treat him like he walks on water. Why? Because he can throw an oblong pigskin with stunning accuracy to someone that runs really fast or jumps really high. So tired of Aaron Rodgers. The Cash In, weeknights at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, on Sports Map Radio. The Rundown with Jeff Michael. Patriots owner Robert Kraft marries Dana Lumber. The uh, guest included, this was in Manhattan, Tom Brady, of course, Roger Goodell, Adam Silver, Randy Moss, John Bon Jovi, Elton John, Ed Sheeran, and Meek Mill all performed at this wedding. Dude, the guest list for this thing is unbelievable. You think that he put Tom Brady and Roger Goodell at the same table? The Rundown, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Football, the legends, the history, the here and now. Welcome back to the game before the money with Jackson Michael. All right, special thanks again to Upton Bell for all his great stories about Charlie Trippy and all of the great insight he's given this program since the Game Before the Money radio show started this July. Now, just a couple of moments ago, I mentioned the Upton Bell Collection. That is a personal collection that he donated to the University of Massachusetts at Amherst. Memorabilia such as his Super Bowl ring with the Baltimore Colts, a gold football, that George Hallis gave him when he was a youngster. Memorabilia from the time when Upton owned the World Football League's Charlotte Hornets. And a lot of items commemorating his father and his contributions to the National Football League as commissioner of the NFL. Upton will be speaking next Saturday, October 29th, from 2 to 3 before the UMass football game that will be at UMass Amherst and that will be the official opening of the Upton Bell collection so be there if you can it's going to be a great event and I will give you some more information about that next week as well all right quick like Hall of Famer of the week talked about Jim Thorpe earlier if you don't know who Jim Thorpe is he is one of the greatest athletes of the 20th century. He was the first president of the NFL when it organized in 1920 in a car dealership. It's a great story if you don't know it. Jim Thorpe 
an amazing all-around athlete, won the decathlon and pentathlon at the 1912 Olympics. He also played Major League Baseball. Jim Thorpe was a member of the original Pro Football Hall of Fame class in 1963. He is not only recognized as a great pro football player, but one of the greatest all-around athletes in American sports history. I'm Jackson Michael. Thanks for listening to The Game Before the Money. Visit thegamebeforethemoney.com and check out The Game Before the Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7.